and welcome to the Discourse, the podcast where we all are dreaming of home and have alcohol fizzing through our veins. Um, as always, mm. I that's not a great one, but it's what I'm going with. Fuck off. No, it's, no, it's pretty good. <laughs> I'm proud of you for having one planned, frankly. Great. <laughs> Please don't make my veins fizz. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Baby, you make my veins fizz. Oh god, no. I just think of that fucking Tumblr post that's just like, baby, I can make your penis bark. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I don't think I'm familiar with that one. (laughs) It like has Johnny Bravo, it's like, I'm skeptical that you could, yet intrigued that you might. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's like a rejected, like, Tex Avery Awuga animation. Hate it. Hate it with every fiber of my being. Whistling like Steamboat Willie out of there. No. The show is completely cursed, but not by Terry anymore because he's trapped in my old laptop. (laughs) Yes, that's true. It's just cursed by us now. (laughs) Someone has to do it. I'm Holly with Beast Mark. Hello, I'm here to curse the podcast. Mark, the creator of mental images, Julie. God, I wish I had alcohol fizzing through my veins right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have a hard mm-hmm. cider right here. Anyway, um, and Jess. Hi, I have hot chocolate because I'm sad. Oh. <laughs> Relatable. I have half flat uh, Coke Zero, so don't worry. Oh, wow. Have... That's also sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, we're all sad in our own way. That is that is like on a scale of one to that video where a guy microwaves nacho cheese <laughs> with the saddest voice imaginable. Oh That's like God. a solid five. <laughs> flat Coke Zero is a solid five? Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Half flat, thank you very much. Okay, sorry, I missed that part. I left it out of the fridge last night, but it still had fizz in it. It's good. <laughs> it's It's just a little flat. It's still good. It's still good. Anyway, we finished Mort this week. We sure did. And we how? sure fucking did. <sighs> well, where we left off was um, death is turning human and Mort is turning death and nothing's going great. <laughs> Things are bad. Everyone's having a what bad if, time. What death if death was one of time, us? Actually. <laughs> yeah, actually, death's doing great. Yeah, death's living his best life, honestly. Yeah, I was going to say death's having the time of his life. Mm, the time of his death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. But Cutwell, we we cut we cut to Cutwell. Um. Mm. And he's gotten several promotions. It seems like. Oh. They just I... keep putting more and more sequins on his robe. <laughs> <laughs> his hat keeps he's... on getting taller. <laughs> he's he's getting ready to perform in Vegas. God. <laughs> Cutwell mauled to death by elephant. I was going to say, Kelly talks about getting more like Tiger, like... <laughs> oh, boy. No. Well, I mean, he is he is a wizard. It's basically a magician. Basically. Whoa, whoa. I don't know if we... Whoa, that's, that's, that's a little too far. Mark, Mark, there were whole paragraphs about how a wizard would kill you if you said that. We don't want to anger any of our wizard listeners. You know, you know you what? You said illusionist, maybe, but... You know what? Come get me, wizards. You little bitches. What are you gonna do? 
fucking nerds. I don't want to yeah. be called out by wizards. Like, Listen, not for any... <laughs> going to get Mark. Mark's the only one who called them out. That's yeah. fair, but still, I just don't want to risk it. Not for any, like, bodily harm, but more because they're wizards. It's like being called out by gamers. Like, no. <laughs> that's true, that's right. Yeah. There's a shame in, in that. Like, no. I know it's I'm better than that. It's about the ethics of tall hats. Hmm. <laughs> Anyway, he's, like, staring out over the snow plains and, like, okay, I can't see it, but I know that there's a giant invisible fizzing matrix of reality closing in, and by God, I should start day drinking. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, well, we don't have time to unpack all that. Can't think about that. Uh, I mean, the good thing is he's like, "Eh, I mean, eventually it'll just have not happened, so it's fine. I do like that, where he's just like, mm, I'm going to do my damnedest, but also none of it matters, so it's great. Yeah, I'll do my job, but, like, who cares? Which Ah, <laughs> oh, big mood. mood. Yeah. <laughs> May as well enjoy this palace food until I retroactively have not been eating it for a week. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to shove as much silverware in my pockets as I can <laughs> in the hopes that it makes it back <laughs> with me. We get to a later, but there is such a relatable sense with Cutwell later on being like, there's a version of me out there just sleeping, not having to deal with all this. That's great. Good oh, for them. Yeah. I miss God. them. I hope they're doing okay. <laughs> Man, imagine imagine if I just weren't here right now. That would be great. <laughs> Sometimes there's a curse to being the cooler, David. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Truly. This is just that meme of the guy at the party who's just like, they don't know. He just wants, no, but he just wants but to it's more like home. I don't know. Yeah, it's I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Imagine if I didn't know. Man, that would be so great. None of them know that reality is closing in on itself. They truly don't. <laughs> this reality bubble is too loud. I wish I were at home. <laughs> they never like bring it up. I super wonder what would happen to someone like who crosses in between cuz like like in between the reality bubble and like the outside um like things are different and like so mm-hmm. someone strolling along would not be strolling along in the same re- in the other reality i don't my brain hurts to think about it which is why i think terry didn't really bring it up yeah yes. well cuz i mean we see we don't necessarily like the people in the uh queen's head or the duke's head as it became like Everything was just suddenly different. Like, they were just suddenly in a different position. Like, some people weren't and there. Like, some people, yeah, some people disappeared. Yeah, some people, meaning they were just at home suddenly. Like, I don't know. But like, um, I don't want to think about what the mechanics are if you're, like, going on a stroll and then suddenly you broke your ankle two days ago. Like, I don't... I, I don't know. Yeah, we're, I, we're no. definitely not I, supposed to think it's about it It's intentionally vague. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, especially spoilers toward the end when they're like in the very small bubble it's like well none of you should be in this bubble so there's has to be like multiple versions of you at this point already yeah yeah so just don't worry about it but anyway he's like uh he's just like trying to like mentally plan out how the ceremony's going to go it has to be past midnight so he's gonna have it start at midnight exactly um, and, uh, he's like, okay, okay, this is gonna anger a lot of gods, I gotta trim down the fucking prayer for this. <laughs> yeah. I... as we learn later, there's something like 700 gods on the disc, and more are being discovered every week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so good. And, I, I, also, I just like him, like, 
going through the thing of like, okay, so I got everyone here. They don't know why they're here, but it's fine. And all the right, like, all the officials are here. They don't really know what they're officiating, but I'll make them do it. I'm gonna have them fucking folk dance if if I have to kill them, like. Yeah. And then some fucker comes up to it and it's like, wizard boy! Fireworks! <laughs> I love that. I love this fireworks conversation. Um, yes. Because, yeah, the chancellor's like, oh yeah, you know, we used to have... Uh, all all these fireworks. I bet that's like a cinch for you. And he's literally like, I don't know anything about fire. Or literally, you know, some you're like a great portrait of her head or something. It'll be a, it'll be great. It'll be a cinch. Yeah, like like some fucking Gandalf <laughs> shit. Like this bitch don't know shit about fireworks. Can't have a coronation without fireworks. The the end of this little bit is like it's like well I sure do I sure have fucking burnt off my eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. It's very good because Cutwell's just like such a fucking loser to begin with, really, and now it's I like really everything's his responsibility. <laughs> Do we see Cutwell again, or is he gone after this? Book? He's gone. So oh. is Princess Kelly. I mean, I'm fine oh. with Princess Kelly being gone. Frankly, like oh. I, I don't get much out of her character. We do get hints of Kelly later on. Okay. I will say. Oh, a hint of Kelly. Oh, ooh, do I detect a a hint of Kelly? I, I, like, forget what... Could you jog my memory, Julie? I kind of forget. Uh, she is still around by the time of um, Raising Steam, because they have a train oh. line between Aunt Bullpork and Sir Helen. Or Sir right, Lan, I guess. Right, Raising Steam, along with um, Snuff, are my two least favorite Discworld books that I've That's only fair. read once. Oh. Luckily, they are the last two. It'll take us a while. But I feel like by that time, Terry Pratchett was... I, like... I don't know. It just, they just don't hold up. Raising Steam barely feels like a book, if I'm being honest. The man was... <laughs> the man had a terminal yeah. illness, Holly. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I, I know. Sure, he's like, I want to keep writing books, and it's like, unfortunately, these aren't good books, sir. Like, it's it, it's fine. It's fine. It's a shame, because the last book features one of my favorite characters. It's the third Moist Von Litvig book, book and, like, the first two making uh going postal and making money are two of my favorite discworld books but mm-hmm. yeah uh, you know uh, no, again not enough. to i feel like i accidentally bring uh uh joke and roken roken rowling mm-hmm. on this show a lot um just parody satire, parody satire parody satire parody satire um but like i I'm listening to the Shrieking Shack and like they're they're on the Deathly Hallows they're on the last book and they're like yeah, this isn't book a fucking was a mess. They're, they're like this is an awful book this is a terrible awful yeah. book and they're like we thought maybe we were just you know uh like nostalgia blind because we read this one when we were 18 or whatever but like no this just isn't a good book and doesn't hold up and it's the last book she didn't want to write these anymore and you can tell and I'm like okay mm-hmm. yeah you know sometimes series is You can tell that like by this. You can tell that by, like, the fifth book. Like, the fourth book is, like, the yeah. last good actual... That is actually like, what they said. They were, told... like, the fifth yeah. one, they that. don't... The fifth one, do... they did not want to... She did not want to be writing this anymore. But, like, the by, fifth does, one was so long as a joke. <laughs> like, she was <laughs> like, I fucking dare you to read this shit, idiots. <laughs> and then they did. Um, they were, Yeah, they yeah. did say that by the fifth book, but they're like, yeah, the seventh is, like, this isn't a story, like, at all, even. They just yeah. waste their time, um, so you know sometimes series end like that. Uh, yeah, not not like, to like compare I, Terry Pratchett with with. I, I am still Colkin so. Rowling. 
Uh, yeah, God, no. I, t- I will say, though, just, it took me, like, a good uh, eight seconds to decipher who you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you were going, like, joke local, 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 I'm like, what? what the fuck? Yeah, I, I, I don't, like, I will not say her name. No, no, no one should. Uh, fuck off. She invented jo- that whole, jo- she invented the whole craze, so you she can, can fucking say- reap what she sows. Just, yeah. You can just say "just kidding," Rowling. I I did, but then I started the joke and roll and token uh thing in my mm. mind first before I said JRPG "just kidding." Tolkelson. <laughs> joke and joke and roll and token sounds like some nerd called Limp Biscuit cover. Like I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which is what she deserves, honestly. And that's being mean to Limp Biscuit. Sorry. <laughs> um, Jokey and Rolkian neighborinos. But anyway. <laughs> Like, like, Julie, what you said, like, yeah. like, I, like, as I was saying that, it's like, yeah, raising Steven stuff were kind of bad, and, like, as I was saying that, it's like, the dude had Alzheimer's, I can't say this. Like, yeah, I, I feel like we accidentally walked into, into a Seinfeld bit of, like, mm. <laughs> oh, man, you lost this one so good. Ooh. Ooh. Uh. We, we walked into, uh, my buddy Eric was walking down the street once, he bumped into a blind woman and said, I didn't see you there, and she got pissed. Like... <laughs> Real thing that happened. He he didn't like, you know, completely of of his own, you know, complete yeah. innocence. He didn't realize either. But you know, oh. poor choice of words. But oh, boy. Anyway, <laughs> I, I was gonna I think say, about that a lot. <laughs> talking about the end of the uh, like book series, especially, I am still mad ever since I found out there was a crime series, uh, which I would have loved to have read because it's right up my alley in terms of like the hook of it being called The Alphabet Murders, and there's a book for every single letter, oh, yeah. but the uh, author died when she, after she finished Y. Mm. Fuck off! That's just I thought you were going to say they died at, like... I thought you they, like, died at, like, F or something. No, like, they got like, far, really Holly. They got really <laughs> far. God, that's really funny, actually, because, like, I remember my mom reading some of those books, and I remember being like, damn, that's a lot of books. Like... <laughs> I hope they finished those. And (laughs) I guess they just didn't. Well. There's some, there is some Pratchett-like fucking quantum equation for the amount of people who go, boy, I hope they sure finish that, leading towards the complete opposite conclusion. Mm. (laughs) The Chancellor. He wants, Chancellor fucking is demanding fireworks. And he he doesn't remember Kelly's name, which is very great. Yeah, yeah her. Yeah, he's he, uh, cut. Well, it's just like Princess Kelly, and he's like, yeah, that person you said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that name, what you said. And I like, I just love the whole thing of just Cutwell just not knowing his fucking like ass from a hole in the ground and like having to do all this. <laughs> it's just so good. <laughs> and he's he's reading the fucking like fun bible the monster like, fun grimoire yeah he's for like a list of household chemicals to mix together to make fucking like homemade fireworks here, here kids mix these things from below your sink and you too can get on the list mm-hmm. Cutwell accidentally like, oh. makes mustard gas and kills this entire reality <laughs> like, okay so all i have to do is a uh, boil gasoline seems pretty easy to me yeah. <laughs> let's see you put the butane into the okay um, but like after after all this bullshit, uh, he goes to see Kelly and tell her it's t- tell tell her the bad news that like hey listen, coronation might not happen. Well, um, so uh, can first, you first really quick 
Mm-hmm. Can we get into the fact that none of the maids can take Cutwell seriously? Well, yeah, it's going to get to that. Oh, well, yeah, no, no one should, frankly. Um, <laughs> it's, but... like, it's so funny, though, because he think, he's like, oh, they're just so embarrassed because I'm so handsome. No, it's like, nah, my you dude. look like a parade flip, my dude. It's yeah, they're like, you're dressed like a fucking clown, my guy. <laughs> you're a fucking clown! Um... <laughs> Uh, Holly, can you remind me of, like, why she's so dead set on her coronation happening when, like, she is going to die and that is a known fact to her? Like, I mean, she basically says it. It's like, I'm not going to die common. I'm okay, going to be yeah. queen. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. That would I be... Also, I think there was something earlier on about, like, um, uh, maybe the act of coronation will, like make it official i'm queen and that will stop right. the reality like if you can cr- if you can cause a nation to believe in a queen maybe that could like have reality reconsider things a little bit that's right i forgot about yeah. that part yeah also she's just like oh i'd definitely rather die the queen than be born than like live as a poor person that that's what i thought and then i was like no there's there's definitely there's there was a plot reason for this but i couldn't remember the plot reason was hey maybe it'll work Who maybe knows? it'll work yeah yeah, it's it's bullshit though, because Cutwell like knows it's not going to work. Yeah, and he's just like, well, guess this is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, something I did just think of is like with Cutwell and Kelly's interactions, all I can think of is like fucking Pearl from Mystery Science Theater. It's like Cutwell, you're massive and pink. You gotta have some potatoes on you somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that line daily. Good. <laughs> I do a massive and pink. Do you have potatoes on you somewhat? Like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's, what's up, the, Holly? What's the conclusion yeah, so There's like to this? a 50% chance. <laughs> God. But yeah, uh, yeah. so like, Cutwell's just in there. It's like, listen, this might not work. Real sorry. Yeah. And Kelly's just like, okay, we're doing it, though. We're, we're going to do it, though. I'm going to make you. Yeah. Uh, I, there's also like the running gag in this scene that like, Cutwell is just unbelievably fucking horny. Yeah. Like, like Kelly's, like, putting on her ridiculous outfit, I think. Her, yeah, her she's fucking She's brushing her hair, buttressed. and, like, he's, like, getting fucking horny, and she's like, I'm I'm just brushing my hair, guy. Like, and there's, like, all this, he's like, oh, yeah, he can't, he's not gonna be able to do magic, because he's so... I, to, to, be, to be fair, he's A, a nerd, and B, 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is 15, though. Like... She, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't. I don't appreciate this gag because she's fifteen. Um, yeah, I don't that. either. I mostly found it funny though the idea of Cutwell getting hot under his collar for an outfit that he refers to as needing a back door to enter. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I love. Oh God, they're. It's described. It's like you know a dress made by someone who didn't know when to stop. Like yes. <laughs> <laughs> and the the fucking line about like my mother wore this and my grandmother and her mother and he's just like what at the same time all at the same time <laughs> yeah because like that's feasible it's, yeah yeah, wh- yeah what if, if Warhammer forty thousand designer actually designed a dress like <laughs> okay, that that whip <laughs> yeah like he's talking about like all the things he did to save time for like the ceremony. And if I skateboards do like the... had been invented, by God, she'd be on one. <laughs> oh, give yes. her a skateboard! <laughs> I really like the the image of her just being fucking like rocketed down the aisle on a skateboard. Whee! Is very good. <laughs> actually, I forgot there is actually a Warham- there is a forty k model with a dress that really does remind me of this. The more I think about it, <laughs> <laughs> just gonna pop this in here. <laughs> oh yeah, good. 
I was literally just about to like try to find it. Please <laughs> drop it in the chat. Oh, spikybits.com. Oh my god. Oh, it's oh, oh, yeah. yes. Oh, this rules. <laughs> this is my very god. Good. I'm about to dodge an AOE of hers poorly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm I'm gonna dodge an AOE poorly and thank her for it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so Cutwell is trying to explain. He's like, uh, there's definitely not enough fucking time for this. He's like, I figured out how fast it was going um, with, like, math or some shit. And she's like, what, no magic? And he's like, uh, nah. It's quicker and easier and usually yeah. more correct if I use common sense. <laughs> and he's like, Mort had some ideas to slow it down. And Kelly's just like, oh, the fucking ghost boy. And Cutwell's like, no, the reverse, actually. I think you'll find. <laughs> and again, again, there's, like, the weird joke about she's, she's like, oh, like... I was born no- nobility. Obviously, your father was must have also been a wizard. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, no, because then my my father wouldn't have been able to fuck and have a child. Oh, yeah. I love them. When she's like, so how how'd you become a a wizard? And he's like, oh, indoor work with no heavy lifting, and that's a big mood. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. God. How'd you become a podcaster? Indoor work, no heavy lifting. <laughs> so, luckily, I will say, uh, for our next book, Sorcery, we will be learning, in fact, why wizards... It's not that they can't. Like, the whole no good at magic thing is a fucking lie, pretty much. It, there is a very good reason, though. Mm. Okay. Is it the refractory period? Because we know about that one. Fuck! Ah. Uh. We, um, we saw it in Light Fantastic. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Rincewind did magic once. Knocked him on his ass. That's it. So you know how the eighth son of an eighth son is a wizard? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, the eighth son of an eighth son of an eighth son is a wizard squared. And you mm. don't want one of those. Damn. You do not want a sorcerer. Uh, That's too many, ah. too many fucking eights. That's too many eights. Slow down. Mm. That's a Vriska. Is what you mean. <laughs> oh boy. Oh so, god. No, god we can't. can't. We cannot. <laughs> we can't. Wizards, wizards can use magic. Sorcerers can make magic. I love that. That's great. Okay. Anyway, so Mort is slipping into the death voice a lot. We cut to Mort. Um, and Isabel has worked out the nodes. Uh, he's got two places to go. I'm I'm a little disappointed we don't get to see this process, but I think yeah. like the dome, like Terry wasn't gonna explain this. Like it's absolutely just doing some funny math in a book. Like sure. yeah, it's like it's disappointing because they like they set up like the weird like mid climax as like the cliffhanger of the one scene, and then like they're just like we just cut back and it's just done. It's just fine. It's done. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, and she's like, "Oh, do you want to do you want to fucking check my work, old man?" And he's like, "I can't <laughs> no. fucking read this." Yeah, sure, it's fine, probably. I do love that. <laughs> yeah. That is good. I I think it would have been nice if for uh, Isabel to have like a cool moment, like to do something. You know, no, she. I mean, she gets a couple. You know, yeah, this... like she gets a couple, but like I thought this is gonna be more for her because it's like, yeah. like this feels very like it's tied to like who she is as a character because of like her history with death and everything and i was like oh that would be cool and yeah. we just don't get to see it which is unfortunate i'm sure she'll have plenty of opportunities to do more cool stuff in her future appearances no because she uh-huh. dies you told me about this yeah she died uh-huh yep <laughs> yeah ironic is it <laughs> uh, is it mark <laughs> yeah i mean a little maybe i mean everyone dies so 
<laughs> well, unless you unless you live in death's cool not no death dimension forever. True. No cry. No death. Dairy Queen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fuck what's the, what the hell is albert is um albert's like okay i'll get the fucking life timers and they go into the big room and isabel's like i fucking hate this room i don't want to go into it again oh god these are baby life timers oh no yeah she's like oh my god mort some of these are so small and he's like yeah i know <laughs> i yeah <laughs> um i love i feel like they could dwell on this a little longer where like this and the library are essentially the same thing um, right. Because like they both they both have this white noise. There's impossibly more of both of these things than there could ever be. Um, I think it's really neat. Um, and yeah, I, w- I wish we dwelled on it a little more. The one line that I like is that they're like, "Oh, it's much more overwhelming than like the books because the books you can hear, but these you can also see it happening." And it's like, yeah, it's like it makes it a lot more like tangible than the sound but they get the two of them one is like a super fancy one and one's just normal we do not get we wait no we do never mind i'm an idiot um but there's one in hey remember remember the counterweight competent from a book ago it's bad in pod form in hourglass form no hall you don't understand in pog form means something entirely different now we can't use that anymore Mort Champ. <laughs> I, I'm going. That's it. I can't. Okay. All right, bye, bye, Julie. <laughs> Understandable. Have a good day. <laughs> but so there is. Julie? There's a murder and. A Sorry, poisoning. I have a question for Julie. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. Hello. Julie, I'll come you, back. Yes. All right, Julie, are you ever just terrified that you're just going to say like poggers in class? No, I'm not terrified of ever having to say that. It's more the fact that I've come back to class after uh, pandemic lockdown and have had to hear that repeatedly. Um, how many <laughs> and, times a day, Julie? How many times a day do you hear poggers? To be fair, luckily it's localized entirely within one class for the most part. Um, but it's still pretty bad. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I, pref- I, pref- I prefer that than hearing most of the other mainstream kids say the word thick. And I want to die. <laughs> True. Yeah. No. Oh, you, okay. Like so it. you you know how you get them to stop is you have to start using it, but unintended, like wrongly. I don't think you can do that when you're a teacher. No, I think that's I think illegal. That's bad, yeah, that's one of those words I can't actually like. <laughs> fair, fair. Hey, kids, you want to know? What... <laughs> no, here's the thing. Here's thing. Here's turning in your backwards. homework would hey, be kids. really. <laughs> I actually. Oh God, I actually do straight up like. I give them a uh, fucking etymological rundown on where those words come from and where the slang comes from, and that usually shuts them the fuck up because they don't want another lesson from me within a lesson. True. <laughs> there you go. Yo, dog, I heard you like lessons. <laughs> so I put a lesson in your lesson. <laughs> no. Just, like, that's too old for any of them to fucking get. That's true, yeah. they won't. That yeah. one will just fly over their heads. Give them their assignments in the form of demotivational posters. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Just like the entire, just like the entire printout, but with a blackboard that says, "This assignment, you must do it." <laughs> oh I I always felt bad for like my university lecturers who honestly gave good advice of you should use memes sometimes to get through to kids. Like that's actually not a oh, bad that's idea now. <laughs> like like eight years ago, I could see it, but now, no, like you you can still do it. Like honestly, you search any 
topic on TikTok, there is like some trending sure. meme about that topic. So you can yeah. do it. Um, the problem is though, the memes they were giving example of were like lol cats. I'm like, uh, uh-huh. that's like a decade behind. Like no. meme warfare has escalated. You cannot <laughs> keep using this. Like deep, deep fry your fucking homework assignments. None of them will be able to read it. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> you, you hand out a study guide. No one can read any of the words. God. I'm struggling to keep up with the children, like, in terms of memes. It's, god, light speed. My friend who's a librarian says says the same thing often. She's like, I, it's so hard to keep up with the children. I'm like, okay. <laughs> it'll happen to you, Dr. It'll, it'll happen no. to you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I just always think about that post that's like, I took, took my children in my class to the aquarium is that shark bay or what is that shark bay or what i was literally gonna fucking mention that i think about is that shark bay or what daily <laughs> once a day uh. is that shark bay or what and now kids uh. don't say bay anymore so no 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 rip pour one out for bay it was a good word. We we are seeing, like, in this lifetime segment, um, the more Mort has to deal with the crushing reality of being death, the more he just sort of, like, slips into that. Yeah. To the, to the point where, like, not only is he doing the voice, but Isabel's like, hey, were your eyes always blue? <laughs> he's like, uh-huh. nah. No, no, he's like, um, they're brown? I have, I have realized that death is just Sans Undertale. Mark, why did you have to do this? I'm Mark? sorry. It's Terry's what, fault. What the hell? Mark, listen to me, young man. <laughs> Mark, I'm whispering directly into your ear. I mean, you're, I Holly, you're always you. talking directly into my ear. I'm wearing headphones. I swear to God, I will end you, little man. <laughs> How did we not think about this? Do the I'm kids upset. still like Sans Undertale? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the gamer children do. That's This is the thing. Like, this is the weird thing now where, like, everyone plays fucking video games. But they're still very... Because gamers are gamers. They've still actually forcibly constructed a stratified class of themselves. So they can still feel like a weird, mm. uh, like, oppressed group. So you gamer have the oppression. gamer children. But well, then you also have the kids who up. just play Fortnite and Apex. So who cares? Mm. Yeah. Mark, I'm thinking about death's glowing blue dick now. I hope you're happy. Oh my god. That's on you. That's your problem. That's, all, that, 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 that's, actually, that's on you. That one is on that. you. Maybe maybe stop fucking browsing the weird parts of the internet. I was just thinking about death with some basketball shorts and a blue hoodie. Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's dope. That's great. That's actually you know pretty dope. De- death would wear... Death would wear Birkenstocks with socks. Like, let's I'm, be honest I'm figuring yeah. that's what he's wearing when he's working at, at yeah. Harga's Rib Hut. Like... Uh, you mean Grillbees. Uh, and, and he loves he loves puns. He does oh love puns. Tomorrow. Yeah. Terry, how did you do this? How could you for, how could you have foreseen? <laughs> Toby Toby Fox, apparently really big fan of <laughs> the Discworld series. You know? I'd believe it. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so okay, I'm I'm gonna type up a design doc. I'm just gonna title it Disc Tail. All right, so let's just well, I'm gonna I'm gonna need <laughs> suggestions like how we populate. Like we listen, this could work. You know, what, I'm not gonna that's say on no. You and Holly. Yeah. 
Okay, you can all do this. Like, I'm not going to stop you. Just leave me the fuck out of it. I want to do Discord this as channel. someone who's. I want to do this as someone who's never played a single second of Undertale to create one of those wild Undertale headcanons that gets like 60 million views on YouTube. <laughs> mm. <sighs> Listen, okay, we have time. We'll, we could. We'll do this. We'll work on this. <laughs> we'll workshop it off the air. The, the, the idea, I've put the idea out into the universe, so if you're listening to this, you are also responsible. <laughs> you're also implicit. If Yeah, if you are listening to this, send us your, your Undertale headcanons. Email us at uh, thediscoursepod at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carrot, ca- Carrot and Vimes are, are, are the guards. Who the, you, the dog guards? I can't. Or, no, no, the other, the no, the other guards. Angua, yeah. Angua, yeah. No, actually, 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 we can bring Angua into this. Angua we're... and Carrot are the dog guards who love each other. Mm. Oh. Okay. Okay, we're not doing this, though. This. Okay, we're not going to do this now. But... Anyway, as I was just trying to say, um, Mort bullies Albert into fucking uh, helping them. This is great, yeah, because, like, Albert's like, all right, I'll go get the horse. I'll bring the horse around. And Mort's like, eh, um, actually... You're going to tell me how to fix reality. And he's like, what? No. <laughs> like, shit, I will. Yes, you will. Okay. Yes, you will, though. Okay, yes, He's this book that tells me what you're thinking about, so you can't lie, motherfucker. This, I yeah. love this scene. Yeah. This is really good. And Mort just fucking intimidating him. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. And, and I love how Isabel's like, Mort, you can't kill people here. We're in, de- like, the death zone where no one can die. <laughs> But I could send him back. <laughs> yeah, but I can make him. I can make him slowly die. Is the thing. What What I thought this was. What I thought this might be. Where he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll bring him back." Though, as I was like, "Oh, does the time suddenly catch up with you then?" And he would just literally turn to fucking dust. But no, it's just his timer will start back up again, which is fine too. That's also cool. Um, yeah. But and he has but... ninety two days and a very precise amount of hours left. Yeah. But yeah, Albert very much does not want to die specifically because. I, when you're a wizard, there's a lot of things in the dungeon dimension who want to eat your soul. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I thought yeah. when he talked about, um, like, they ain't all got two legs either. Some of them ain't got no legs at all or faces. Death don't frighten me. It's what comes after. I thought this was like, like, he had hurt and killed people when he was doing magic. Like, he had blown people's limbs off and, and damaged people's faces. I would not be surprised if it's a mixture of everything. Like, yeah, like, I, I forgot yeah. about the dungeon dimensions. I, I blissfully lived in a world where I forgot about them. Yeah, because there is also a scene later with, like, when Mord is collecting the the um, people who are dying for the hourglasses that kind of implies that it yeah, could the, be the, that. Yeah, the vizier had regular human enemies. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also wizards. And, like, Albert probably also has some, but, like, yeah, no, most of them are eldritch. Right. Is that yeah. true of all wizards? I think it's especially true for wizards in the caliber of Albert, who mm. were the, the terrifying. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think it's less of a thing. It's definitely, see, I think it's less of a thing for modern wizards, because as we see, um, uh, they're a lot softer now than they were in Albert's day, but, Truly. oh boy, Albert made some enemies. Ma- Albert, Albert did some shit. Like, yeah. Not a great dude. As much as often finding out, like, the backstory to something can ruin it, like, I want to see Albert do some shit. Like, yeah. 
Albert came from the days when uh, wizards just sort of indiscriminately killed people. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he turns a dude into a, a frog because the man was like, you owe me money. And he's like, what if I just turn you into a fucking frog? Fuck you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a nice guy, it turns out. No, real bastard hours later on. <laughs> real bastard hours. But he's like, okay, I'll help you, but you have to do your duty first, otherwise reality's gonna come unbound. And the gods will have some words about that. And Mort basically goes, I'll do it this afternoon! <laughs> well, he does, he gives more a weird time slowdown spell. And he's like, okay, but you, like, you have to go reap those souls, and he's like, it, it nah like i don't gotta and then isabel's like never let me have any fun (laughs) the book says you gotta (laughs) yeah uh you'll see here on page two do it or the world destroys (laughs) Mm -hmm. books say lots of things (laughs) isabel's like anyway i'm coming with you do you want ham (laughs) or chutney (laughs) yes it's very good God, the English can't even get a sandwich correct. Like, uh-huh. Cheese and chutney? I, are you kidding? I, what the? I don't even know what chutney is. Chutney it's like is mustard. No, 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 no. Chutney it's... is more like um, it's like some variant of pickled, like sweetly pickled vegetables and such. Oh, see, I thought a it was like a savory jam made of fruits and vegetables with vinegar, spices, and sugar. Yeah. Motherfucker gave her a cat. Motherfucker made a ketchup and cheese sandwich. Mm-hmm. No, the main thing. The problem is that chutney is used in like dishes it deserves to be used in like other curries and like it's mm-hmm. used with you know uh pan and such it's not meant to be slapped between like two slices of white bread with a slice of cheese <laughs> this looks like something that would be delicious in like a big bowl of rice and would be the worst sandwich in creation it's basically it's it's a like a curry relish but then the yeah. english are like what if we just put butter on this <laughs> god we said this like earlier in discussions of Mort, but but the British cook like they hate food. God, I mean they could just make like a fucking salt paste and spread that on some bread. I'm subtweeting the Australians now. Anyway, <laughs> I mean yeah, yeah, yes, like one hundred percent. Yes, <laughs> the whole listen. I cannot wait until we get to um. God, what the hell is it called? Why can't I remember this? It's the one where he goes to not Australia. It's not interesting times. It's the other one. <laughs> uninteresting times anyway the whole bit where Rincewind in a drunken haze tries to make beer soup and ends up making Vegemite is extremely good amazing listen that it's it's like a cult liking Vegemite here (laughs) I I I have a friend uh who whenever his family would get together they would have Vegemite cheese toasties so often that they would have like a shit you not like five to six toasters and sandwich presses in the kitchen going. Oh my god. That's horrific. And that's how your friend got scurvy. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) Even assuming those are like small two bread slot toasters, that's still more than twice as many toasting surfaces as we have. We have just a four slot toaster and we only ever use one half. They just really like Vegemite cheese toasties. And like, it's fine, but yeah. So much fucking bread! God. So so Mort's having a freak out here because he's like, I can't do both these reapings and also go give this spell to the I can't And proms tomorrow And proms yeah. tomorrow And then Isabel's like, What if I help you? And he's like, Uh, you can't fucking do anything and she's like, Okay, let's pretend that we had a fight, um, and I won yeah. and I still get to go with you. Shut the fuck up, Mort. 
I really like <laughs> yes. this. I, I love that, because, yeah, there's, like, it... Uh, thank you, Terry, for, like, not actually writing that exchange, because yeah. I'm like, I don't want to read that. But he's just, <laughs> it's just like, no, we're just not going to do this. She's going with him. Yeah. And I'm like, Fucking oh, scene she's... missing, now take me with you, you bitch. <laughs> scene <Yeah>. missing. <laughs> she's, she's like, well, we both know I'm going, so, like, let's just cut to the chase. Like, <laughs> it's good. God. I, um, I forgot that, like, Death has this big leather chair, so when Mort just, when Mort is described as just, like, swiveling, I'm like, does he just have a desk chair? <laughs> Death just, just has, like, a gamer chair. <laughs> God. Death, Death has one of those chairs that just rocks back and forth that you put in front of a tube TV in your finished basement. <laughs> Death just does all of, like, the nodes on a Peloton. Yeah. <laughs> he death that. comes home and he's like oh i've had a long day i need my chair <laughs> death has a beanbag chair <laughs> can't swivel in that but it's still good after mort and isabel leave uh there's a whole bit where alfred's just like spends 20 minutes just like i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna. god damn it i'm getting my fucking staff fuck what am i doing <laughs> yeah time to do some wizard shit hell yeah I don't need to do any of this. I could just snap my fingers and go, but God damn it, I'm a wizard. Mm. Mm-hmm. He sure is. Um. <laughs> oh, he does make he does fucking make his shitty hat. For yeah. <laughs> fucking party. Oh, God, I forgot about here. that. He lost oh, his so old good. his old nice hat, and he's like, "Damn, I gotta make a hat really quick." <gasps> I'm and not a like... wizard. I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a wizard. I'm some idiot in a goddamn cloak with a big stick. Uh... He cuts yeah. a hole out of Mort's carpet. Yeah, he fucking just, like, breaks a bunch of shit and, like... <laughs> like I'm <makes> Idaho! It... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, You sure are, he, honey. He shows a, throws a bunch of shit together and fucking, like, staples it. And is like, well, this is a hat now. <laughs> There's no monster here but the death monster that has claimed Mort. I call him Gan- Deathblore, I don't death know. Deathblore? Wow. <laughs> And now for the wizards who clearly had no help from their parents. <laughs> Ritzwind and, <laughs> and Albert. And Albert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, so Albert draws draws himself an octogram down here on the floor and uh, zoops himself on back down to the the planet. Yeah. <laughs> he sh- he goes to the university, right? Yeah, but we for, first we we go with Mort um, to uh, Bez Pelargic, um, and there's a bit like he's being big dramatic, like he's urging Binky on, um, fucking just over the waves. And it's like these sandwiches are getting really wet and salty. We've invented a new form of British cuisine. I hope you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I was gonna say you added flavor. It seems like <clears throat> ooh yeah ooh. We should go to war with the ocean. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I think this is partially he's being dramatic, but partially I think he's also, like, becoming more death-like, so he's doing all the stupid death things that, like, he's just supposed to do. He's being a dramatic little snot, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) I can picture him just, like, grimly staring just straight ahead while while Binky runs and then Isabel's just like handing a sandwich up under his you arm. You want ham like, or do you want cheese and chutney? Do you want some yeah. ham? You want this sloppy bastard here or do you want the ham <laughs> one? God. He come, we come to the counterweight continent. 
Yeah. To find I've the first a zesty soul. sloppy joe and it's served cold. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I hate it. Yeah. Oh, God, so we, we got the Agatean Empire here, which, yeah, this... I, I know we talked about this back with, with Two Flower, that you were like, yeah, the Agatean Empire is, is intended to be like China. But like, here, yeah. It was very this, vague up until here. This is whole China. It, 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 this, is, this is super China. This is, uh... <laughs> yeah. This, oh, yeah, this, this, this country that's encased in a wall. Um, yeah. And they won't let anyone out of the wall. Wild. Interesting. Anyway, there's, like, fucking back-and-forth assassination attempt between the young emperor who wants to maybe not have a wall around everything and the fucking vizier who had killed five emperors up to this point. Yep. I really like this scene. Good old Nine Turning Mirrors coming back. Love that name. Yeah. That's great. Such a good back. name. Amazing. And Mort's just standing there like, someone fucking kill somebody. God damn it. I have to leave. <laughs> yeah. Are. When are we gonna get to the poisoning? <laughs> the poison it, it goes back and forth. Eventually, the vizier has to eat the fucking uh, fugu. Uh, fucking fugumi. Come on, Bell, fugumi. I, I I love the little bit about before like this back and forth happens. Mort spies like, oh yeah, the guards just hanging around like very sneakily, like uh, having some smokes. And then when once the emperor summons them, like one dude is like, oh god, I gotta swallow, I gotta swallow, I gotta swallow. <laughs> and then smoke just starts coming out of his ears. <laughs> and I, was just, I love this one. The emperor's like, why is that guard smoking from his ears? And the sergeant, without missing a beat, is like, uh, enthusiasm, sir. Enthusiasm yeah. for action. Like, he, does, for action. he does the fucking swallow your lit cigarette trick, except on accident, and it sucks. <laughs> yeah. But, but so, like, yeah, the vizier tries to get up and go to his uh, antidote. He has, st- as as the fucking emperor says, "Oh yeah, you won't be needing that antidote you have stashed under your bed." Like yeah, in, in your the cabinet. secret lockbox. We're blah. glossing over like this whole conversation they have where they're doing like the fake deferential kind of thing, where he's like, yeah. "Oh no, your your esteemed highness, you should have this," and he's like, "Oh, I sure you." He's like, "I'm I'm." I could never hope to to aspire, and he's like, "Oh no, please, you wizened man who has taught me so much." Right. Yada, yada. You're my, you're a scholar. You're you're the true master. The true ma- who has taught me so much, a advisor to my father and his father before him. Um, Weird I, how they both died at like thirty two. Wild. Um, yeah, this goes on for like a page and a half. It's really it's funny. Ju- it's it's just that bit from Lilo and Stitch where they're passing the exploding gun back and forth between each other. Uh, yeah. During that scene where Jumba's like weirdly small because they kind of went off model to fit him into a house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're both acting like they don't know what's going on, but they both know exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. It's um, rabbit season, duck season. Like, it, it's it, just it, that. It is, but I, I, I enjoy the, um, like the, oh, oh Jade Whip River of Wisdom. <laughs> Yes. It's so good. The flowery the language is so yeah. good. Oh, sky eminence. I, it's it's very nice. It's fun. I, I won't lie. I'm writing out all these names to steal for later things because they're very, very funny and good. <laughs> Listen, yeah. like, tag yourself. I am Jade River of Wisdom. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> I keep on scrolling down the fucking fanfic I have open instead of the Mort page. <laughs> now, see, that's just going to be confusing, Yeah, that's going to get like, confusing. On so many levels. I ha- I was like, well, I Rama's open... not in this book, honey. <laughs> There is no inflation here. Like, <laughs> fuck off! God damn it. God damn it. Anyway. Me sewing. Me reaping. <laughs> I, I, will, I will say, 
that uh, turns out the idea of a trans girl Ronma fanfic set in the Steven Universe setting is what is to my brain what the discovery of refined sugar was to taste buds. I'm like, oh, I need more of this. <laughs> I need all of this immediately. A single Dorito contains more nacho flaccid flavor than a peasant <laughs> that ever seen. <laughs> that a peasant would ever have seen in his entire life. Yeah. Holly, be careful, because, like, the fan, the very specific, like, silver bullet fanfics you like are just gonna end up becoming your like McRib of when will they come back when will I they want come these fanfics back? to come back mm-hmm. to, to be fair this person has finished this one and they're doing a sequel one now so like I can at least finish this one okay that's good uh the Grand Vizier's kill is like you're not the fucking black dragon of death what the shit my dude and he's like that guy had the day off anyway you got some friends behind you he's like hey everyone you've ever had killed to further your political career is here to drag you to hell Mort Mort somehow well because he's in a hurry he has a worse bedside manner than death at the moment (laughs) yeah he's he's just like no I'm, I'm the one from from not England bye (laughs) <laughs> good luck with your dastardly pl- good luck sowing my dude <laughs> or, I mean, good luck reaping my dude I, I, I get those confused me absolutely twisted killing eight emperors before me <laughs> me in the next morning <laughs> me having been poisoned <laughs> amazing so yeah now uh, uh, Albert materializes at the unseen university uh sees this super shitty statue of himself and blows it up yeah i really love the description that like all the senior wizards are have expressions matching if a pigeon heard that lord nelson had come to life and was buying a gun (laughs) yeah just because i forgot how good the scene was and how well it's written the fact that albert teleports directly next to a statue Sees statue, says fuck off, blows up statue, wizards come and inspect. They see blown up statue next to a man whose statue is based on. Oh shit, statues come to life. Statues come to life! (laughs) I love it! And they all leave except for Rincewind, who got his coat stuck on something. I fucking love it. It's so good. I think my favorite thing about this is that Rincewind describes himself as like, um, I'm the librarian assistant. That's a librarian. I got him bananas. (laughs) He's an orangutan. I was so pleased to see Rincewind. I missed Rincewind. I was so glad. Yeah. I forgot he was here. My boy. My, my stupid my wizard. My 38-year-old boy. <laughs> That's my son. My stupid <laughs> wizard son. I... <laughs> I'm so glad we're going back to him for the next book. I have missed him so. Yeah. I, I like this scene how it's just Albert doing like real wizard shit and then everyone else is like, oh no. And they're all Yo, he's hurting my test tubes. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. He, he came here to break every wizard's glasses. Like, even <laughs> yeah. though he also wears glasses, he's here to to destroy every nerd. I can invent the concept of a locker and I'm going to shove all you fucking nerds in one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This this is like every scene where the previous generation in Universal, the Venture Brothers, meets the current generation mm. of like, oh my god, you're all you're dweebs. You're such dweebs. Uh, I'm going to do some poor fathering at you <laughs> so that you don't grow up to be like this. <laughs> Monkey in my university. This is the the university Shippuden. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you are you are you Boruto's dad's son? Yeah. <laughs> I re- I also just really like how everyone is apologizing. It's like I'm sorry. I put the traffic cone on your head, Mister Alberto. Yes. I'm, I'm oh sorry God, I'm sorry. I caught my initials into your dick. 
Yeah. I'm sorry, Arrow. Kick me on your butt, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mr. Malik, sir, I'm, a I'm sorry I put the chamber pot on your head. Please, President Mr. Albert, I'll do anything you want. President Wizard. President Wizard. Help, Mr. Wizard. <laughs> that truly then perish is, is his response. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's like... Okay, there's going to be some changes around here. I'm going to go to the Broken Drum. I'm so glad that place is still up. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go to the I'll Drum. I'll be back in half you, an hour. You guys, bring bring all the cool wizards here for this this dumb ritual. And if you don't, you're going to wish you had. And then I really love the detail that uh, the owners and proprietors of the drum for 2,000 years have handed down a bar tab. <laughs> That he ran up. Yeah. But it was for like three copper pieces and now it's like all the money in the world because he's been gone for 2,000 years. Yeah, it's the interest. There's a very good similar joke in Red Dwarf early on of the oh, ship yeah. AI yeah, fucking with the main character and being like, oh, it turns out you actually had, uh, like, we actually made contact with, wait, really? Yeah, it also turns out that uh, you, you accrued like a shitload of money because you had like five pounds left in your bank account from interest. Oh, that's mm. great. Yeah, but you've also destabilized the entire world economy and thrown it into like <laughs> utter chaos because of that. Because now you just own this immeasurable wealth that no other country can have. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Red Dwarf's so good. Seems like wealth is so bullshit. Good. Seems like, seems like capitalism's bullshit, maybe. S- sounds like money is fake. Imagine explaining inflation and interest rates to te- to teenagers. It's hell. Mm-hmm. It's like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God. God. I was like, what do you mean money gets more as time goes on? Uh, oh, boy. Okay. Uh. <laughs> All right, listen, you're going to go watch The Twilight Zone, and it costs this woman $20 to get her car towed. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> we cut back to... Listen, kids will just... Listen, listen, listen. Julie's already dug this fucking grave for me. The kids are going to learn about inflation on DeviantArt like I did. See, I <laughs> wasn't going to say this. Just... We've already we've already incurred this here once. That's not even my fucking thing. But like, you, t- you took a tennis <laughs> ball. I you took a tennis ball that I like spiked into your side of the court, caught it, brought it over to my side of the court, and then just uh, threw it into my crotch. Holly, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> um... I am also thinking of the best Tumblr post in the world, which is just like, how much did how much did free inflation cost in two thousand six? Well, accounting for inflation. Mm. Oh my god. Uh, we're back with Mort, and uh, he's like, uh, we get the light dams again. I thought they'd be gone. Yeah, I'm. I'm clash. interested to see them again. Yeah. I'm also interested to learn that this is used as currency. That seems like bullshit. Yeah. How does what that work? We, we, we want to talk about money being fake. Talk um, about. What's it? What's the light standard like? <laughs> what's the gold light standard? I guess you could like sell it to dwarves living underground. Maybe. But I like I don't know. So hold on. Didn't um. So there. So the people of of sort here built these light dams, but didn't um. Didn't Dar- Daradactyl that <laughs> didn't he build them? Who's that guy? Daryl Dactyl. <laughs> Oh, the guy with the with the hand and Didactylos. Didactylos. There we go. See, I knew yes. Dacto was in it at least. Didn't he build them? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. trying to remember. I'm trying to remember who built things and who did stuff. 
especially in the early books, Terry just plays fast and loose with um he he decided it made more sense for it to be like a thing a bunch of people made than like a weird bullshit invented by one dude for fun. Understand. We also I mean this by this point the universe is being reset twice now. Oh true. Yeah. <laughs> Terry Rounding just kinda loves throwing that in to be like, ah, fuck you. How how foolish of me to try and remember anything, he, Terry. Thank you. He, no, yeah. Terry Pratchett very much like laughs at the idea of what nerds consider to be lore. Mm. Again, there's a whole book about this in The Thief of Time. <laughs> Fair. We're at the pyramids. Oh, we're at yes. the pyramids, and Isabel's like, oh, they're so romantic. And Mort, in full death voice, is like, they were built by slaves who all died building it. I, yep, Mort, Mort is uh, me when I was Mort's in, like... a little, uh... Mort was me in, like, sixth grade. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, basically. Oh, yeah. I, I love to be a downer. Mort's a great one. <laughs> Mort's being a little sourpuss, it seems like. Yep. I wouldn't know anything about that. I, I love how, like... Isabel gets like f- fucking pissed off. She's like, "Yes, I know it sucks, but also look how cool this shit is." Mm. Please, kids, can you just line it up for one minute? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> can we? Can you just let me have ten seconds to enjoy this fucking man-made wonder? Thank you. They're like, okay, so they've killed another king, but that can't be who you're here to get, right? Because he's, he's already, already dead, right? Right. He's being buried now. He's preserved, but he's definitely already dead. They took all these squishy bits out, right? <laughs> yes. And then we go back to the wizards, and Albert's like, okay, you fucking oh fat God. pieces of shit. I just... We are... I, no, I love the way this scene starts, where it's just like, oh, guys, he's coming back! Yeah, Rincewind <laughs> is, like, looking down the hallway, and he, like, screams until he's like, oh, my God, he's here! <laughs> oh, God, oh, God. All of these wizards were either sleeping or fucking drinking in their studies, and they're just like, oh, jeez, oh, gosh. Oh, no. Albert is here to just kick everyone's asses, basically, and be like, you all, you're all fucking worthless. We're all gonna go back to running around the quad. Um, No more drinking. No more smoking. Back in my day, it used to be uphill both ways to get to the university. Back in my day, we only had one king, and he sat on a big golden chair. I... No more smoking. No more drinking. I love how this this no more monkeys no more monkeys in my university. Um, this Dunstan's gonna check the fuck out. He's gonna check the fuck out. Um, this is like when when I think about this a lot lately, where it's like, oh, what would the founders think of what has become of? And it's like, I don't fucking give a shit. They're bastards. Like, oh, what would the yeah. founder of the university think of the state of it now? I don't give a shit. He's a fucking bastard. He didn't like, know what a fucking germ was. He didn't know what a germ was. He didn't know what a germ was that he never washed his dick. <laughs> exactly. God. Albert never washed his dick. He's got big unwashed dick energy. That's that's the first line in the fucking his biography. <laughs> that's written in that 20, 20 volume biography like twenty times. Yeah. He lies Albert, he never scored. <laughs> I mean he didn't. I mean yeah, he, he did. <laughs> They, when they were drafting that plaque to put under the <laughs> under the, the statue, it's like, well, we can't write he never scored. That's just true of all of us. But yeah, so he is like, um, gonna make some changes. Here's a frog. He used to be a man. Um, we're gonna go back. We're gonna go back to ruling the city with an iron fist. Basically, is what he says. By the way, uh, iron fist spell. That's page sixty four. <laughs> 
I, I love the everyone who like works at the university is like mm, ac- we like to have a good relationship with the community actually the fuck you do <laughs> and Albert fucking like sets the guy's beard on fire he's like I, I didn't found this university for you to lend people the lawnmower jackass yeah <laughs> he's like c- civil civic duties for fucking chumps actually that's fake What's society ever done for us? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's like, okay, we're gonna perform the rite of Askent. Now let's go do it. And I like the little aside. It's like, listen, this could be done with like a mouse and some wood, but like, listen, we're wizards, damn it. Yeah. There needs to be like a, a hundred candles, eight different circles drawn with eight different kinds of chalk. Like, it's all about pageantry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all remember that nerd who wanted to do it with just the, the 10 cc's of mouse yeah. blood. And, and he some... he <laughs> yeah, found exactly. it the most efficient way, and everyone was like, yeah, but shut the fuck up. Everybody hated that guy. Pantomime is very important to some people. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Before then, uh, Mort's walking around in this, this pyramid with Isabel, and they're looking at all the carvings and this and that. Um, they're waiting for the three stooges to show up. Um, God, yeah. Uh, uh, and, Abbott and Costello are walking right behind them. Um <laughs> Special guest, Don Knotts. <laughs> um, and like, more. Brendan Fraser. Lord. Oh man, I wish. I, I wish Brendan Fraser was in this book. Um, Mort knows a lot about their customs. Um, and Because he has death knowledge. Exactly. And part of me was like, why the fuck does he know all this? And I'm like, oh yeah, because he has fucking death knowledge. Like, yeah. That's, that's how he knows this. And like this is the point where like he can't stop doing the death voice anymore because he's he's just too far gone. Yeah, he's been he's been entrenched in death in goth bullshit too much. <laughs> <laughs> too real to live, too goth to die. Yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, Isabel's just like, isn't this scaring you at all? And he's like, no, because I'm Mort. My son is also named. My son Mort. is also named Mort. She's just like, well, you, you're you're not death. You're just doing his job. And he's like, death is whoever death is does whoever death's, death's job. job. Yeah, we we are what we do. I don't like he. Isabel says that he even walks like death, and I'm just for some reason imagining he's doing like, the fucking Bigfoot stride. I don't know why. <laughs> well, yeah, because she says he's like stalking, and so yeah, that's kind of right. that's kind of the same movement that you see in the Bigfoot video. He's do- I, he's doing the like exaggerated cartoon sneaking. <laughs> you can hear Zy- like he's his feet are turning to bone. You can just hear xylophones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's fu- he's doing like the cartoon like skeleton dance shuffle sideways. Oh my god! It, it's li- literally the fucking the fucking silly symphony. The doon, yeah, But anyway, they come to the fucking main chamber where all the gold and shit for the king is, and turns out there's. One one fucking future servant who is not quite dead yet, and it's kind of upsetting, honestly. Right. Yeah, I so... don't like because they they're like walking in and they see like all the servants who have been killed, like killed to go to the afterlife with the king. And Isabel's like, "Hey, that's fucked up. Hey, that's really fucked up. The king just murdered a bunch of people. That's not cool." Where it's like, "Nah, they they think it takes them to paradise. Whatever." Does it? Uh, sure. Why not? It's like yeah, if like, if uh... they think they are like. Because the other hourglass is, like, a very plain one, and it's, like, a peasant who has, like, been trained to be, uh, his, like, 
what is it? His concubine. His his concubine in the in the afterlife. Ha- handmaid is what she would have been if she hadn't been trained, mm-hmm. right? And so, she was upskilled. Yes. Yeah. Right, and so she's she's like supposed to die and become his concubine in the afterlife, and. Isabel's like, hey, what if you just, like, didn't, though? And she's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. Kind of in shades of, like, the fucking sacrificial girl from, uh... Life Fantastic? Beth Ann? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Isabel's just like, this, none of this seems very fair, and Mort says, the, he says the thing, there's no justice, there's just us, mm. because there's two of them now. Yes. Anyway, they, they make their way out of there before fucking well, all the chess pieces come to life really, and stop really the Really quick, sorry. Really quick, the the theming in this scene is like the afterlife is whatever you expect it to be. You know, reality is flexible if you want if you want it to be, basically, which is becomes important. Yeah, I, I we can we can talk about that in a minute because um, I think I think it's really interesting. Uh, but we, we we can talk about it when the not the reverse comes up, but like the the counterpoint. Um, yeah, but yeah, because yeah. he says. Um, if if that's what the, what they think they are, like they'll be slaves in the afterlife. If that's what they think they are, is is kind of what Mort says. And like we get we get he's basically completed his transformation now because like Isabel's out of breath, running out of the pyramid, and Mort's like Mort's not out of breath. Mort's not breathing. And so she's like, okay, do you want to go save Kelly now? And he's like, nah. I have no choice. There are no choices. There are no choices. Yep, yep. So I have finished my apprenticeship. Yes, I'm. I I am become death. Petter of cats. And yeah, and then Is- Isabel also says, you know, you are whatever you think you are, but, you know, he thinks he's dead. You are is, who you choose to be. You are Superman. who you choose to be, and then they oh, explode no. uh, when they when they go destroy the the missile. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, like, his he's, he's like, ah, oh, dang. Always, they always call when I'm in the tub. Someone's doing the right of Askin. <laughs> right. You have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they Mort almost gets sucked away here into some into yeah. the the void to go where he's being summoned. Yeah, he's there's like a vortex forming around him basically. And I really really like how Isabel like tries like appeal. It's like you're not death, Mort. You're Mort. You don't have to do this. And then like he like is going anyway. And then she just fucking punches him in the goddamn jaw. God, yeah, it rules. <laughs> well, yeah, because she she like tackles him um in this vortex and she's uh-huh. like you're not death you're you're mort you're what you're whatever i think you are like this is interesting to me because like people i hold on i'm trying to think i have this written down but like i don't know if it's phrased like well but like there's like an interesting dichotomy here of like people being trapped into what they think they have to be versus like what other people kind of see in them but like mm-hmm. this reminds me of like when his father was watching him be unable to chase birds like, yes, yeah. Mort's you father. Just, you don't think about how to chase birds. You just do. Yeah, but like Mort's father saw him as like a burden and a failure. Um, mm. But like, you are you are whatever I think you are is like a thing that that grounds Mort here of like reminding him of like like humanity. I don't know. It's because yeah. like the other things that people see Mort as we've seen aren't like good. But like, left to his own devices, he's he's brought on to himself this very like heavy. Bur- he's brought on himself the the heavy burden of being death. 
it's mm-hmm. almost like it's it's the constant balance of you can have self-determination and self-awareness and you can find your own identity and be self-assured in who you are but it means nothing without the perception of others though exactly it's like yeah. it's you have to have your own self-importance mm-hmm. and also like what people expect from you as yeah. well because yeah not even like what society or anything but what other individuals expect of you or perceive you as that is the context in which your self-awareness inhabits like yeah. we live in a that society is the bubble. Yeah, yeah i didn't want to say that like it was coming to that but I was wow like, i can't Shit. believe more became the, jo- the joker jokerification <laughs> yeah, i mean i mean but uh... <laughs> more pointing at the fucking skeletal hand on the side of his face at the end of this book do you ever wonder how i got these scars no <laughs> Oh, I hate that. <laughs> I oh, I like I like this part because it's like you know people are both infinitely powerful to like shape their own life, but also like you can only do so much, and there's still things that are outside of your control. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Anyway, Mort gets fucking ripped in two by the forces. Yeah, the um the the death soul gets ripped out of him essentially is is what happens here and then death pops into the fucking chamber and like mid set like he's like why'd you have to fucking ruin this for me except he gets the voice mid-sentence which is nice Mm -hmm. leads to a bit of weirdness with quotation marks but whatever sure i mean it listen it works Um... albert Albert does yell more power give it more power like a mad scientist (laughs) which is very cool i'm i'm giving her all she's got Oh, the wizards can't take much more of this. <laughs> Give me warp eight. <laughs> death shows up in his in his little apron, and then also the spirit of death shows up, coming from Mort as well, and they they collide back together in in one. Mm-hmm. I really love how Death uh fucking burns off his apron to replace it with his cloak, but like just puts the cat on <laughs> and the floor. And he right. gently, like, gently puts puts the cat on the floor. Um, but like, oh, he's... you kick me at. <laughs> you kick me at like the football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, unfortunate. Oh, you kill me at. <laughs> you kill me at like the football. Oh, you reap me at <laughs> like the grain. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, Albert runs into the circle because, like, Mork starts to materialize and he, like, shoes his smoke form away. Right. He's like, no, 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 no. Not yeah. you. <laughs> Not you. And the yeah, other he's one. kind of in there. So, Death, like, when Death shows up and he's fucking pissed, he's like, why did you do that? And he, like, grabs him. So he's got him. Um. <laughs> he's fucking He's fucking pissed. Death is pissed because he's like, I get, like, Gave Mort such a good opportunity. I let him into my house. And now we go and do I this. I introduce him to my daughter. Yeah. And and then there's the very good moment where Albert's like turning to Rincewind. He's like, quick, give me my staff so I can bop him before he's like, huh? he escapes what? the circle. I don't, what? Staff? He's, what? A, he's huh? vulnerable while he's in the circle. But I love that he was like sniffing, like sniffing yeah. the air and that's how he understands everything that just happened yes instantly he's just like oh i see fuck you more like oh oh ah seems i'm and... full of rage what's a bastard <laughs> i i did think to myself during this whole rant i'm like 
Death is like, oh, I gave Mort this wonderful job, which I absolutely did not supervise him doing. I gave him my daughter, who I kept hinting he should marry, and he dare seduce her. Yeah. (laughs) I kind of fucked off for a bit. Yeah, I disappeared for, like, a week. I gave him the company car. I told him he should talk to my daughter. What does he do? He steals my car and and (laughs) takes my daughter. Yeah. How could this happen? (laughs) I'm gonna kick his ass. I never expected leopards to eat my face. I never expected (laughs) Mort to steal my life. You're telling me that wasn't the wallet inspector? (laughs) Federal scythe inspector. (laughs) Yeah, death just like zaps away and he takes Albert with him. And there's like this, oh, the bursar. Oh, Oh, poor Bursar. Oh, the, bus. <laughs> the fucking bus. The most put-upon wizard, honestly. It, enjoy these, like, four books of coherency, Bursar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he's like, that was a very mean thing you did. And I give that ape some extra bananas. <laughs> give, give that ape some extra bananas for hiding the staff. And also, we should get we should get a nicer statue and be nice to it. So that it <laughs> won't and then rise up it and destroy the us. Basement. And then lock the basement. And then weld the basement. And then brick up the basement. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then, like, Rincewood's like, and then kill the bricklayer? And the person's like, well, there's no need to go so well, far Listen, with it, hold Rincewood. on, Rincewood. It's like, we were having fun. You introduced murder. <laughs> yeah. That's, and like, I, because, like, they're clearly, I'm just thinking the fucking, like, Homer's, Homer's unscrewed sugar tin prank that gets him kicked out of most. <laughs> Oh my I, God. That all, and we roll up, up, roll them up in a cup, and throw them off a throw bridge. Them off a bridge, yeah. <laughs> we roll up the statue, throw it off a bridge. Then back in the desert, uh, uh, Mort in the desert, Mort walks. <laughs> Mort doesn't walk. Mort lays under the fucking sand. Yeah, Mort and Isabel fucking wake up, and they're like under all the sand, and they're like, ugh, gross. And they're both like, well, there's no time now. And then Mort's like, wait a fucking minute, time zones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I God. fucking love because because the disc isn't a sphere. Time zones work by the fact that light is slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, wait a minute, horse fast, <laughs> horse Maybe. fast, light slow, hmm. Maybe. Mm. And so they they literally just race back to the city. They they outrace midnight essentially. Yeah, yeah. It's like like it's like that game race the sun. That's mm. pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they make it with like fucking on, I, <laughs> minutes I, to spare. There is something I do like when like they're going to to drink at the river. Uh, th- this is where where Isabel's like, yeah, I think like the death got got pulled out of you, and he's just like, oh yeah, I guess that is what happened. But like he remembers, you know, like the way that it felt and and having right. all that knowledge. He remembers everything, and he's like, oh god, I was so lonely. And he's like, oh this this sucks. Don't leave me. <laughs> turns out this sucks. Yeah. Hey, turned out that was. That sucked and it was bad. Um, this is, I think, the bit where I'm like, okay, you know what? I don't mind the fact that they're obviously going to end up together. Yeah, like, this This is kind of where I, I was turning around on it. Um, mm-hmm. Where I'm like, okay, no, yeah. Like, <laughs> you just went through a fucking harrowing ordeal of being the embodiment of death. And that, yeah, that, that's a that's a trauma. It's <laughs> the ordeal of that's being a trauma. known with a capital K. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. This is this is like at least there's something now because like before it was kind of yeah. like whatever, and now it's like okay, you had an experience. Yeah, now you've had an experience. You two will serve to create Susan Stowhelit, one of my favorite characters in all of fiction. <laughs> nice. But, like this is when a lot of this book like cements itself for me as, and it basically is the 
the teenage like horror film romp of these yeah. young idiots really just fucked up the world for a half a second, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's the bit we joked about from the Simpsons of <laughs> did you uh, did you raise the did dead? Did you wreck the car? <laughs> but, but the car's okay, right? But Binky's well, okay. Me. Yeah. <laughs> did you break causality? <laughs> but Binky's okay. Yeah. Cut to the coronation and Cutwell's just like looking and the fucking interface is across the street and he can hear it going on. <laughs> and like you can see like rows of torches lighting up the night and then on the other side fucking nothing. Because <laughs> there's no party over there. There's no coronation going on over there. Mm-hmm. It's just Wednesday over there. <laughs> he's he's just running around like check, get every, getting everything set for the ceremony. And just losing his goddamn mind because he. Is. I have the fucking bit where he's like, "Oh, the elephant seemed like a good idea at the time, but by God, what the fuck? <laughs> the there is a literal elephant in the room now." Um, mm-hmm. But I, I love there's because there's like descriptions of him doing a lot of like running frantically like an absolute madman until he sees somebody and then has to walk very casually, uh-huh. um, <laughs> like like someone who is at a stately event and then go run around like a fucking madman again. I'm just thinking of Ferris Bueller's day off of the principal running in between each yes. door and then just walking normal. Exactly. That's the funniest bit of physical comedy, I think, in any movie. So fucking funny. I've done that. I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you're late because they didn't give you the right schedule for the day as a casual teacher. And it's like, mm. oh, you added a, a period to me? Th- thanks. Cool. I, I gotta run. Bye. Literally. Oh, oh it's, on, it's at this part of the high school? Cool. Fun. We have a meeting where? <laughs> cool, I'll just take my ball of string and make myself make my way through the Minotaur's maze. Exactly. <laughs> We're like setting things up for the ceremony and checking everything, and then we get the priest is old as shit. Yes, which is why um, the elephant is cut well. Is like the elephant. The elephant that the fucking logging company has for some goddamn reason. Yeah, the elephant that the logging company has to do all their uh, physical labor. Mm-hmm. This thing is old as shit, mad as hell, and drunk as fuck. Yeah. Yes. I, I do just love <laughs> the idea, though, that they need this because, A, there has to be a sacrifice. B, the high priest is so blind, he let, and he could not stab and kill a mother goat as a sacrifice in front of him to the point where the mother goat gave birth in the middle of the ceremony and then chased out all the priests in the temple. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking spoiler alert, he does not hit the elephant correctly. No. <laughs> God. That's God. that's the good part. It's like, he's still not even able to do it in the end. <laughs> and also, I love how the priest taught. Like, he just punctuates the sentences with... Mm. <laughs> He gets so pissed, like, when Cutwell's like, no, you gotta fucking skip the invocation. He's like, well, let's uh, continue with this in farce. <laughs> I also love his, the acol- his like, head acolyte. He's basically junior high priest in training who's just there in, like, a full smock and rubber boots and gloves. And, like, there's gonna be a lot of blood here. Yeah. <laughs> this junior high priest reads to me, like, a fucking religious version of Pondra Stibbins. Very much so, like... <laughs> I want more of this dude. <laughs> I mean, Ridcully's brother is already the high priest of Blind Io. Like, that could fucking work. I'm surprised we never got that, the more I think about it. Yeah, like, why didn't we not get, like, just another variant of, like, weirdly acerbic youth who's actually, like, a priest in training in this fucking universe? Hmm. Yeah, but, so he's like, uh, 
just running around. Everything is going according to plan, which is to say everything's goddamn fucked. Um, <laughs> and All according to Kaikaiko. The, the fucking Duke is here to try to assassinate <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> what up, bitches? I love how Cumwell's kind of just like, I pretend I do not see it. I love the fact that apparently the Duke of Stohelen is the only guy, like, other than the wizard and Mort, he's the only guy who can know who Princess Kelly is, and it's like, oh, weird, she's still alive. Oh, she's not dead? Mm. Anyway. Okay, I gotta fix that now. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Wow. (laughs) For for the moment, he's just sitting there, because, do you think he's aware of the other reality in which he is definitely supposed to be, um, uh, the Duke, like, the king now? I... And he's just like, well, something's happened, but I don't really care. More yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know, because, like, the he definitely would have been in, like, his town, which was not where the bubble is. So, like, he yeah. came in here. Like, to be fair, um, this, the bubble started out pretty far out, and I don't know how close Stohelet is to Stolat. Yeah, but, like, but yeah, yeah, like, he... I, I, I won't ask questions but Even, yeah it do- I, I, I don't know i like the idea that like because he's the reason she was supposed to die like even when he's outside the bubble he's like i don't know why she's still alive but i'm gonna find out mm. yeah that's that's like my thinking it's the fact that he is so directly tied to her being dead okay yeah, yeah that makes sure. sense and then the high priest start, starts the ceremony he's listing the gods and this is where like both Ke- Kelly and Cutwell both look at each other and glare at him like, motherfucker is really doing this shit, huh? I gave him that short list with two gods on it to say, he's just not gonna listen, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and so he goes up to the acolyte and he's like, listen, you gotta hurry him along. Like, <laughs> We start off with like regular ones and like by the time we get back to him, he's like on the god of isolated, isolated cow be- buyers, which I don't know what those are. I'm gonna guess... I'm gonna guess cow shit in fields. Uh, I don't know. Uh, a cattle shed. Never mind. Okay. Okay. Anyway, this is, like, all I want to say is, like, I love the stupid gods of Discworld. Mm. Uh, we get a really good one with the Mort books. Ta- uh, not the Mort books, Jesus. The Mort the books. The fucking, the, <laughs> the moist von Litvig books. We get the goddess of things that get stuck in drawers, and I love her. Nice. Uh, I love the idea of her. Tag yourself, I'm Hokey of the Woods. Um, Hokey gets mentioned a lot, okay. mostly because he is just Loki. I'm, I listen. Like, I'm Hokey of the. I'm, I'm Loki. If he was a hoe, I'm Hokey. <laughs> Bold of you to imply that Loki isn't a hoe. I mean, yeah, but I'm just like an ultra hoe. Okay, fair. Anyway, so the priest is. Like, I don't remember okay, that Tokusatsu I... hero. <laughs> <laughs> the, the priest is like, fine. I'll piss off all these gods. I guess we're not doing a prayer. Shakes head. Christ, Jesus, fine, whatever. We might as well not have any religion at all then, fine. Yeah. I guess well, I can I still do the sacrifice, huh? And they're like nodding, yeah, sacrifice, go ahead. And then he like squints looking for the elephant and does just give it a flesh wound on the trunk. And yeah. that pisses him off. At which point the elephant chases everyone out of the room. Oh, God. The drunk elephant. I really love the fact that he has to be like, where in front of me? Yeah. Like... <laughs> It's a what? Fucking Mr. Beans running around with a goddamn turkey on his head. Everything's <laughs> gone to shit. Oh, no. Uh, I, and then the elephant get, decides that it's not, it's not going to happen. He's out of there. Yeah, so the elephant runs out. 
uh, to yeah. to go back home. He's he's gonna run to Clatch, which oh, there's an ocean in the way, dude. Oh, that's so, gonna be a problem. He'll he'll yeah. make it work, you know. The elephant died on the way to his home country. Anyway. Oh, oh no! No! <laughs> I mean, he definitely did because he's fucking old as shit. Um, that's a better life than what he was living. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah. I respect him. Um, but yeah, then here's here's the duke. He's here to here to start a coup with his like seven guys with crossbows. Right. Um, he he's got he's a gun. Like... <laughs> uh... <laughs> And he, he's holding them at crossbow point, and he's like, oh, I can't wait to murder Kelly. It's going to be so dope. And he's like, I'll just tell everyone she got trampled by an elephant. Right. How um, tragic. And I really like the bit where, like, um, Cutwell's like, and then uh, people will find out that dying of elephant is contagious. You can even catch it in bed. And the Duke is just like, oh, you're smart for a wizard. Yeah. Well, yeah, because <laughs> Kelly's like... Usually, you're, usually your lot are a dumb, dumb pieces of shit. Dumb shit, man. Um, but Kelly's like, but you can't trick all these people who are here watching this and to think and to i didn't get trampled by an elephant they saw it and he's like oh i think you'd be surprised at what people didn't didn't see like yeah because there's not, <laughs> shut up like, little girl because there are people who are like awkwardly like shuffling out of the room like they're like oh oh no <laughs> oh so uh-huh. no no coronation like yeah. the, the elephant left um i'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna i didn't go see home. anything actually i didn't see anything it's like when there's a fight breaks out at a party. It's like, uh, do we need? Do, should we still be here? Should we just leave? God, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal this uh, kraken and I'm gonna make my way out the door. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like go. Yeah, and, and Cutwell is like, well, even if you fucking kill me, it doesn't really matter because I'm just gonna wake up in bed. Like, I love that where he's just like, it's fine. Like in two minutes, none of this happened. Yeah, you, reality's you, just y'all gonna don't roll know. over, and I won't even know. So whatever. He's like. It's coming through the wall. I love the, the Duke takes it as a fucking threat because he's a wizard. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, ah, he's got to cast yeah. a spell. I see. <laughs> Get him, boys. And, and then uh, Moore and Isabel roll up on Binky because they're moving faster than the sunrise. The speed of night, ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> and th- there is a cute little bit where they look down and they see the elephant as they're like, <laughs> coming up they're like is that, is like elephant? well now like, i know i'm crazy <laughs> uh but but more has no fucking plan because he's just like uh i was just hoping i would like figure it out while we were traveling i have not i'm at least gonna see her die <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm at least gonna see her die a week ago god uh and they're like he's like well i have this spell from albert maybe that'll do so i don't know um <laughs> And uh, Cutwell's like, no, this universe we're in is so small that any spell will absolutely kill us. Yeah. I'm not going to light this match on this space station. I didn't ask how small the universe was. I asked, I said cast fireball. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's very much like um, you can actually use a grenade to put out a fire, but you shouldn't do that in like a house or a kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. So, so it's immediately like, well, fuck. They're like, hey, Cutwell, we're the only five people in this reality. You want to do the fucking honors? And he's like, cool. Yeah, because okay. Kelly's being like a, she's just being a shrill. She's just like, somebody fucking crown me. Hey. Yeah, crown me. <laughs> Why is nobody crowning me? God. And, okay. and they're like, sure, we'll fucking humor her since she's about to get realityed out of existence. Mort goes, wait a minute. That's right. 
well, <laughs> existence. I know a place. I know a place where all you do is exist. <laughs> I well, first there's the little bit where the Duke does show back up with his sword for a second, and he gets bopped by. Cutwell. Oh yeah, like Cutwell bops him with the candle holder. Yeah, yeah, which is cute. Um, That's fun. And then Mort pulls out his cool death death sword, and everyone's like, "Well, what? Well, let's just leave. How's that?" <laughs> hey, I got an idea. Let's leave. Yeah, everyone's like, well, I don't actually want to die for this. I just wanted to get, make some money, so bye. <laughs> and then when they get to Death's Domain, first of all, Kelly's being a little shit about it. Like, I was expecting bigger. It's bigger on the inside. Yeah, she's like, she's also, like I thought it'd be like a time. castle. Like, they have to, like, cut well physically, like, picks her up and is like, okay, we're going now. And they, like, get in there, and it's like, okay, we gotta be very quiet. We're gonna hide her in one of the rooms. I love this. Maybe, this right. is so maybe Death won't find her. And this then is the, the most fire. hijinks. Exactly. Yeah. This is, like, huge. Like, you weren't supposed to bring uh, a friend home drunk from the party, but you gotta sneak him into your, your parents' house. Yeah. Oh. Like, complete. And then the fucking fire turns on, and Death is like, I found out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. so you did wreck the car. <laughs> I have just been speaking to the souls and you have not been reaping them at all. <laughs> Better start talking. I just got a call for the principle of reality and you'll not believe what I heard. <laughs> Mr. Johansson down the street says <laughs> God. This is we get the the big fucking climax uh where it's like, "Oh, you have fucked up so much. We're going to we're going to have we're going to fight. Now you fucked up. <laughs> you want to fight death? You want to fight death, little man? Well, too bad. You have fucked up now. <laughs> <laughs> now you have fucked up now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mort's like, all right, well, I'll I'll challenge you. Right. It's like, I'll rewrite it's the like, biography. I I'll challenge death to a contest. And, like, there's a, there's, a, there's, a whole, there's a whole thing where, like, um, it's like, uh, Albert's like, oh, no, he wants Mort to win. And Isabel's like, wait, he's going to let Mort win? No, he won't. But he wants Mort to but win. But he wants Mort right. to win. Because if Mort wins, he doesn't have to be deaf anymore. Yeah. And then they have a fight in the fucking uh, chamber of... Well, they have, like, a duel in the, in the hourglass chamber. Yeah. Um, and, hey, they kill some people. Yeah. Death kills some people. oops a doops well, oops I mean, it's his job. It's fine. They were probably supposed to die no, anyway. No, no, no. No, it's explicitly not his job. I, li- I like how um, death by breaking uh, a-, a life timer is just a death note ass. You have a heart attack and die. Essentially. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's like, whoop, there we go. <laughs> he- I'm imagining that it's it's a random it's a random fucking poop collector in Ankhmore Pork and the Duke of Sohelet. Yeah. Um, and... I'm just like I'm imagining like the fucking Monty Python. Then the animator died. <laughs> just like <laughs> God, I I love the line before they start the fight where Death's just like, "All in all, boy, not a good start to your first job." <laughs> oh, you have fucked up royal, my dude. <laughs> Basically, um, it's like, do you have anything to explain for yourself? It's my first day. It's you know, like what the whole thing is like, it. Death can't lose this contest. Like it's like completely futile because. His his hourglass doesn't even have sand. I have the high ground, Mort. <laughs> yeah, like Mort's hourglass is like like running out like the last minute of sand or whatever, and Death just doesn't <laughs> and even Death have sand. Death doesn't have any so sand, so he's like fu- he cannot lose. 
And and when Mort eventually like gets the hint from all of the lives, they're unceremoniously ending by breaking the hourglasses. He tries swinging at it, and the sword just goes right through. Mm. Right. To be fair, they at least catch a few hourglasses, which is also incredibly funny. Yes. Oh yeah, they they kill they kill two people. One of them is the Duke of Stohelet, so he doesn't count. Um, no, also one of them is a chief torturer who just falls into a pit of acid. Yeah, oh, yeah, his own pit of acid. They they like kill three people and almost yeah. Uh, shout out to Lupin Lottery, uh, crossover hit of the century. Um, <laughs> <laughs> man falls in pit of acid. Yeah. <laughs> And all the all the people like some, it's almost like a fucking like voodoo doll sort of thing where like the lifetimers that are falling to the ground involve people falling off of cliffs. Yeah, yeah. like a, like a man on the ram tops almost falls off a cliff, but then Cutwell catches his glass, so he like falls into a tree. Yeah, but then it's like, well, now now it's a hundred foot chick ice cliff back up. Here's hmm. the thing, though. He still has 40 years worth of sand left. So he does so not die from he this. He makes it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> he has a really great story, though. Exactly. I I really love how this is, like, written out, because we get, like, paragraphs, or not even paragraphs, it's, like, a couple lines of the fighting, and, you know, Scythe catches on a, on a glass on the nearest shelf, couple paragraphs of a dude dying couple paragraph or couple lines of back to the fight but like it's all done with like ellipses so i just like it it's it's neat like you can see them fade into each other Mm -hmm. terry pratchett is honestly a very good screenwriter yeah like he's able to convey the actions and the scenes quite well much better than honestly a lot of other like authors i've read yeah Mm -hmm. and like event like mort is like mort is angry and like he's doing his a good job but death does not have to worry about getting tired or injured exactly yeah Yeah. and eventually he gets a second win when he gets pissed off at being called boy is like god damn it my name is fucking mort you bastard yeah Yeah. he 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 goes off but like death doesn't have to care about this really yeah like he chops up death's scythe and then death is just like holding the blade and just like haha funny and i'm still going to kill you with this with this blade though yeah death is very much like oh now i have now i have to stop using only 10 percent of my power (laughs) oh now i also have a sword it just happens to be a scythe blade Ooh, i i do love the line uh in the book about how you would not think thighs would be like appropriate warfare gear but however if you've ever yeah if you've been on the wrong end of a peasant peasantry revolt oh boy oh boy (laughs) How much does a scythe cost? Can I get a scythe for six hundred dollars? Oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> a good scythe, probably. <laughs> Eventually, Mort does technically have Death at his mercy, and Death is like, "Well, then, fucking kill me, bitch." And Mort's like, "No, I can't do this." Okay, Death cool. I'm gonna knee you in the groin with my bone. <laughs> I will kick you in the, in the dick with my bony little foot. <laughs> oh, it's so so fucking good because like yeah this is tense this is a really intense fight and then the death just kicks him in the crotch puts him on the ground and now george c scott in football in the groin (laughs) my groin bone foot in the groin god give that boy ten thousand (laughs) dollars and then and then isabel's like you know you were right there is no justice there is just you and Death's like, what the fuck do you mean? And she's like, what the fuck, my dude? Stop this. Well, she punches him like, in the come face. on. 
Yeah, because she she punches him. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. And she's just like, you said that tinkering with any individual life is like a, a has immeasurable effects on the universe. But like, and you've been sticking around like nobody's literally, business. But she's like, you fucked with his life, meaning Mort. You fucked with mine. You fucked with all of these broken glasses on the floor. She's like, you're you're fucking around for this this petty fight, like. Yeah. You're doing some petty ass shit and and innocent people died for it. Like what the fuck, dude? An innocent person died. An innocent person. Listen, died and for we'll, it. we'll say innocent in like a very broad sense. <laughs> um, in a cosmic level a, sense. A cosmic like, a cosmic innocence. The, the Duke was gonna like unite the kingdoms, let's be fair. It's true. Right. It's he true. Was He's to bad do a man. Good, thing. good policies. Um, <laughs> You don't, in fact, have to hand it to him, but... <laughs> I retract my previous tweet about uh, the Duke of Snow Hellet. <laughs> Do you think the Duke of Snow Hellet uh, util- effectively utilized go power when you uh, <laughs> when <they> unified <laughs> the planes? Paramilitary death squads. Military death squads. That's very good. And then Isabel does pick up the sword and do cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, and Death is like, but just do what I say. And she's like, no, it like, sucks. Consequences for my actions? <laughs> it's more He's like, like I don't answer to the gods. They'll answer to me yeah, someday. Yeah, she points out, like, dude, dude, you can just fix this, my guy. Yeah, if you, if you have more power than the gods, you should probably just do the right thing and not be a fucking petty bitch. Like, Mort just watches the last of his sand run down, and Death just starts laughing, and he just turns it over. Well, <laughs> that was okay. how his fucking book. So, yeah. the, like, the thing that that is here is, is like, Death's still gonna kill him. So he's like, alright, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about this. Like, you don't know how sorry this makes me. And Mort's like, no, yeah, I do. Because, like, he, he was Death. Like, that right. was something he says before this fight is like, okay, you've been him, but he hasn't been you. Um, and, like, that that doesn't really help him. But, like, it, it does help him that he was dead. And he's like, no, like, you you did all this. Like, you, you, you played around with people's lives, but, like, out, out of loneliness. Like, yeah. like, you wanted these people around you. Um, and Mort's like, no, yeah, I get it. And so Jess's like, okay, chill. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to I'm flip this over. Cool. We cool. <laughs> Cool, 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 cool. cool. All right, cool. cool. I'll fix it. Oh, <laughs> uh, he did, he also just fucking like magic magics Isabel out of the way. He's just like, okay, you levitate now. <laughs> no, he's just like, okay, I tried to ask nicely. We're just gonna boop. You are grounded, grounded, grounded. <laughs> None of you are free <laughs> from sin. <laughs> um, and then after he after he flips it over, we just cut to a bit later where Mort and Isabel are getting married. Mm-hmm. A bit a bit later, but also a different timeline. Yeah, yeah. And and also uh, also I guess C- C- Cutwell and Kelly are married. I, I, gu- I guess like I don't know if I... yeah like they're just like whatever. yeah he can't do magic anymore. Uh... Mort Mort and Isabel are like a duke and a duchess now, and Cutwell is somehow has status. This this um this this just kind of is is fudged. We're just kind of smushing this back together for the sake of for the sake of this. Shut, 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 shut up! Shut, shut, Death gives him the book of his life, yeah. and the last bit of the story is told through that. It's this very is, nice. This is, that big, is nice. And they all lived happily ever after. Energy. 
La- yeah, huge. This is huge. End with a wedding. Everybody's happy. <laughs> yeah. um, now let me open up soul music and take a big sip of coffee. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, <laughs> oh God. God. Uh, but yeah, it's... Um, Death's just like, okay, so like I did this, but you still have to make the history happen to Morton. He's like, yeah, you know, I gotta, you know, like I'm a duke, but I still have to bring democracy to the plains like the regular duke was going to do. Right. Um, they're vibing, they're hanging out. Uh, <laughs> Death gives him this like pearl of reality made out of the, the fucked up dome. He's just like, here you go. And and he just offhandedly says, that's going to be a new universe someday. Take care of that. And Mort's like, what the fuck am I doing? He's like, like why? The- I just put it down next to the weenies. Like, don't tell me that. <laughs> also, that's just fucking going ham on all the, like, hors d'oeuvres. I love... Th- well, yeah, that's what he did when um yeah the King of Stolet died. He was just walking around, vibing, talking shit. Yeah. Having champagne and, and saying how much canapes suck. Like, he loves a party. And he did God. like um you could say he's the life of the party mm. Mm. or the afterlife of the party fuck off <laughs> all right see you later guys <laughs> i really think the end of this book brings it together frankly yeah because because death gives him his his book and you the other, know the rest of the you know what song is playing over this in my head it's just what? it's just Don't going and i've had the time of my life. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> I never felt this way before. It's like it's just like don't think about this too much. Just let it. Just let it be. Just just let it ride. Just let it like. Just let's let it have ride. a nice this dance happy, montage and like freeze frame at the ends, and it'll be fine. <laughs> every, everywhere you look, because yeah, you know. Death, death gives him the the book of his life. It's a, a powerful symbol of him having the story in his own hands now. Um, and it's that's... a present as well as a future. Fuck off. Yeah, that's that, <laughs> I literally stopped what I was doing and read that line to Holly when I got to it because I was pissed off. Rip. That's that's Terry Pratchett for you, honestly. Yeah. Like that's the big mood for Pratchett puns. The, Fuck off. I think the biggest example of that is from a nested footnote in a different book. Where it's like the first thief stole fire from the gods. He tried to fence it, but it was too hot. Mm. <laughs> yep. Second second footnote. He really got burned on that deal. I hate that. That's you shut should. up, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank- Terry Price is very much like, haha, you like my book, now listen to the dad jokes. <laughs> <God. laughs> got him. Terry Pratchett used footnotes as an excuse to write in jokes that I have to be convinced not to put in my fucking fanfic. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm-hmm. Nice. How much uh how much pizza lore are you putting in your fanfic, Holly? <laughs> so I just I th- I think about the pizza lore in the footnote a lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, final thoughts. Uh I still love this book. I Yeah. There's definitely some Holy parts shit. I don't like as much. Like I do think you can cut down some a lot of the Cutwell Kelly interactions. Mm. Especially after he becomes, like, a royal recognizer. Like, at least 50% of those interactions could be, like, just done away with, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I I do, like, in hindsight, this does feel way more like a teenage hijinks book than anything else. Yeah. This book still had, like, it's still got rough edges, but this is... I'm standing by the idea that this is the first, first Discworld book that I think I would still consider, like, no, this is great. 
this is the first Discworld book that I'd be like, no, this this is like fucking extremely great to read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. One hundred percent. I felt like I enjoyed it. I like. There's definitely like. I would say there's like a focus problem a little bit with like the parts that are good. I enjoy and like want to be reading, but then there's like stuff that's just kind of obligatory that's kind of in here that I don't really you know like it's fine but I don't care about it <laughs> yep which is fine but like you know obviously that that would be what I hope gets better as we re- go I think it's honestly like a problem with Pratchett in general mostly because of the fact that he wants to cram in as much story as possible yeah with as many characters as possible like sure. There is no book of his that isn't an ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Yeah, I'm feeling that now as someone who has started writing a thing. But... <laughs> <laughs> Must put all of them in. Um, I will say it's not as bad as this crossover thing I'm reading because I'm just gonna post. I'm just gonna post this list of the characters. And, I saw like, tags this. For this yeah, I saw thing. that. I saw that, Holly. <laughs> That's uh. There's a lot going on there. I I couldn't read that. Godspeed to you. Um, I I I ain't reading all that. Happy for you. Sorry that happened. Like that's how I feel when I look at this. Um, well, there, partner. Do you really expect me to read all that hogwash by you? Yeah, that's exactly how I feel when I look at this. Um, Julie, I really like that you brought up that the the Cutwell Kelly stuff could like really be honed down because that's my biggest problem with this. Like. I'm I'm hot and cold on this book because mm. so much of it I really love, but then yeah, all the like, Cowell and Kelly, frankly, drag it down. Apart from that one scene where he's telling her fortune, I'm like, that's killer. That scene is killer I, when they throw that, the fucking. That's killer. Yeah. That when he is first introduced as royal recognizer, that's great. That's pretty. Him good. have like being like slogged down with all of the crappy like royal duties. That's funny. But like, yeah, it's it's that thing of. I remember liking Cutwell more when I read this at the gas it's, station. It's, it's the baggage of the fact that he has to be a university graduate, and she has to be, or well, like, she is written as a teenage princess. Yeah. 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 Because, like, she doesn't feel like a character. Like, Kelly's not a character, and I guess that's yeah. fine. Because um, like, at least, like, Isabella's a character. Um, yeah. Like, the problem with Kelly is that she doesn't really have, like, an arc. She's just, no. like, she's just there, and, like, she doesn't get, like, more likable or anything. She's just kind of spoiled, like, throughout. And then, yeah, like, at she's... The, at the, we get to the end, and it's supposed to be like, oh, you're supposed to be happy she's for her. She's most likable when her dad has just yeah. died. She's, she's shrill, she's spoiled. Frankly, she's, like, an object to move the plot forward. Like, right. the fact that she... <laughs> she... This is not, like... A woman dies for man's character development, but this is woman dies for man's character development, but she didn't die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but then she stays six around. W- woman was supposed to die for care. Woman was yeah. supposed to die for man's character development. Turns out she kind of sucks a little. Woman was supposed to die, and now it's a plot Wish inconvenience. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's a weird thing of like, I think if Terry was able to like, at this time, focus a bit more on certain things and trim some of the fat here and there. Like, there is the inkling of a really interesting concept about the fact that she is not a character because she's not supposed to develop. She is supposed to die at this point. Yeah, sure. We are seeing the end of her arc, really. Yeah. But 
we can't get that. It's like, um, there is a very much, uh, divisive character in Doctor Who, who we see oh, go yeah. backwards through their, their character Yeah, arc. yeah, the, oh yeah, River yeah, Song, River. who's yeah, really, really River good Song. in the one episode she was in. Yeah. The problem is, like, it's because we see her at the end of her arc when she has become a fully resolved, fully fleshed out dimensional person, but then we have to, through time travel, only meet her as she regresses. And that is an interesting concept, but it really requires a much more deft hand yeah. at doing. And motherfucking Moffat taking all of his extremely good one-off ideas and fucking ruining them by being the showrunner. Yeah. God damn it. And in, in the case of Stephen Moffat, it's more like he's just not a good enough writer. In Terry Pratchett's case, he just did not give himself enough time, I yeah. think, to do well, that. That's that, it was his listen. It was his fourth of like fucking thirty five books in this goddamn series. Yes, yeah. like, well, that's yeah. We we had the same problem with equal rights, where it's just like, why did this end so fast? Like, yeah, you know, give 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 yourself a little more time, Terry. Like, I I yeah, I think that's always the problem with a lot of Discworld books. Even though I love them all, and would you know, if I ever had to grade any of them, like they're all to me like ninety percent of them are A's. Like, but. The weird problem is I always want more from, like, specific parts of them. Yeah. And I I feel like I'd that like definitely... I'd like less from this one, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. But I also love the what they touch on briefly with the fact that more being death is not bad because, you know, he's t- taking over death. Like, taking over death's job is not necessarily bad. It's the fact that he is a human who remembers the concepts of vengeance and cruelty and pettiness oh that's the guy who killed that that's the guy who fucked with me in high school i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna yeah like so hard death cannot have that death cannot have a past because if death has a history death is therefore like like fallible yeah and you can't have that yeah 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 um yeah like i wish we had gotten more of the mort becomes death stuff because i feel like that's it should have been a dimmer switch that turned very slowly, but yeah. like we see him go reap some souls, all of a sudden he's death like a fifty pages later. I, I mean, we like it was kind of that with like him going through walls without realizing it. Yeah, but, yeah. but I feel like because, that could have been sort of, sort of because we kept switching back and forth. Like suddenly it's just like oh, I'm death now. <laughs> yeah, like like we spooky scary skeletons in my wrap, my it, dudes. Exactly. I'm like I would have liked at least one more stage. Yeah. Like at least one one more thing that kind of happens. Um and and then the, all the stuff with Albert where you he's You can't like, just jump straight from Argumon to Metal Greymon. <laughs> it, it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. Um, I don't know. I feel like there are two books almost in here mm. where like the class again, Lupin Lauder. Yeah. You you done jumbled your scripts. You, together, you dropped Terry. all your scripts on the floor and you mixed them together, Terry. <laughs> like, I feel like on the one hand, it's supposed to be like you're supposed to get like Mort's like coming of age kind of story, which is like sort like sort of there in the beginning with like his crush on Kelly and like all that stuff, and then like it turns into like a totally different adventure by the end. It feels like to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Which, like, is fine, but I think, like, you could have a stronger arc if you, like, split it up differently or something. I Yeah, I still love this book, and it, it is, I, I've mentioned this, it is largely because, like, this is the first Discworld book that will read, like, all of the Discworld books up through, like, fucking 2010. Mm. Like, alright then. 
Yeah, that, that's the nice thing about this book is that it really only, like, gets better. Or yeah. stays at this level. Like, this is kind of the bottom in terms of quality that will hit for a while. Mm-hmm. Mort reads more like Going Postal, a book from 2006, than it reads like Equal Rights, a book from the same year. Okay, yeah. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. I Part of me misses Equal Rights, like... Mm. Or, like, the, the kind of weird stuff that he was doing in, like, Color of Magic. Like, part of me will miss that, because I do think that a yeah. lot of what he was doing was very fun. Um, rest in piss, Teth is the sea, sea troll. The, oh, God. Rest in piss, sea troll. Damn. Pour yeah. one out. It's, it's like a rustic charm kind of element, I think, where it's, like, it's fun to just read weird shit that, like, maybe isn't as refined. Yeah. Like I, I listen. I I love weird shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've had that feeling rewatching recently, uh, The Fifth Element and Dark City. Of like, man, I want more weird shit yeah. from like bigger films. Oh, <laughs> Fifth Element is so good as as a piece of weird shit. Like, yeah, I um, this is like a, I don't know, maybe a weird thing to bring into the conversation, but like, I got to rewatch part of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with, with like, Gene Wilder, mm-hmm. like, the old one, and I'm like, yeah. this is such a weird movie. It really like, is. It's cool. They made such a weird fucking movie, and, like, they don't make them like that anymore. Like, they yeah. just fucking don't, where it's... Oh, 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 oh. Oh, we got into, like, a weird fucking letterbox and a bunch of animated work. We're in a fucking kinetic typography video now? Yeah, I'm just like... Okay, Willy Wonka. Who, who the fuck is doing this anymore? Oh, this this entire set is so fucking wacky. Oh, that boat scene? Oh, this is, like, a, a really sad musical in the beginning? With a, 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 and, like, yeah. the amount of color that gets in- introduced into this this movie once they get to the factory like the the fact that when at the end of that movie they go into his office and like all of his shit is like half stu- he has like a half safe a half uh-huh. clock a half desk you don't get an explanation for any why any of that is like that that's just the set dressing that's just like that i'm just like what a weird fucking mo-. so yeah you know i, I yeah. love some weird shit remember um, when like all of entertainment media wasn't owned by like two companies that that would just make uh, shit to make money, yeah. yeah. Um, and and we we used to be able to do do things and remember and fun, do weird remember. experiments. Remember fun. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say remember when things were allowed to be whimsical, yeah, <laughs> and not the same gray superhero bullshit we've been seeing since two thousand eight. Remember when when a novel could be like four short stories about a tourist and a failed wizard man, like. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yeah. To to be fair, I I am at least glad Discworld never loses the whimsy. Sure. Just yeah. just like not not to say like anything we've said is like indicative of that, but it's more just like while I feel like a lot of the more rustic really is a good term for it. Like what a lot of the more rustic like early elements of Discworld are lost. I think it it comes at a weird price of like you get more polish out of the whimsy sure, and out yeah. of like I, I will I, like I will say like even even the objectively saddest Discworld book Nightwatch still extremely funny good like a lot of the time I look forward to it oh can't yes. wait to cry on this podcast uh, I've already done it like three mm-hmm. times so <laughs> yeah <laughs> both or none at all both both or none at all and then also the tree himbos I really wanted to be a tree himbo. <laughs> 
yeah, I mean, I mean, fucking since June, your uh, Twitter profile has said hefty anti-capitalist treated. Yeah, shout outs so. to Jonathan who who wrote that in, and I was like, mm-hmm. damn, that's me. <laughs> I I will never forget just going through it and then being really upset that I couldn't be a tree himbo. Like, yeah. I had a lot of other stuff going on, and then not being a tree himbo was just that extra bit. That was really pushing me. God, that is literally just me crying about, like, like objectively, a lot of shit's wrong with me right now. But then something will happen. It's like, oh, god damn it. Yeah. Fuck. It, shit. I, oh. Holly, I remember you telling me. I fucking start wobbling like I content to wear scaled Paul Rudd <laughs> from Tim and Eric. Just like, God. I'm cool. I'm, I'm fine. cool. I'm cool. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> didn't you cry because your cats were small once? Oh, oh, that happened. I was gonna say yes. you, that implies that it doesn't happen several times a I, week. I have heard about it once. Is the thing I, you know, I don't I, doubt that it. I my forget, favorite one was. I'm, I'm forgetting what it was. It was something like stupidly small. It, no, no. What it was was on a on a day where I was gonna spend home alone because it's a pandemic and I don't have to go anywhere. My hair wasn't cooperating, like it was being all fly away and like dry and shit, mm-hmm. and it just made me so fucking sad. <laughs> I just started crying in the bathroom. Yeah. With the brush HRT in my is hand. fun, it, it, especially oh when you're in that first year or two. It, it'd be like that. <laughs> Great, but yeah, it's, it's like this perfect storm of like frustration and dysphoria, and I'm just like, I'm gonna cry about my hair now. Listen, Nothing I equalizes also... until you're about three or five years in. I, I literally made, like, really funny, like, I made a tweet, uh, you probably saw this, it was like, mood finally begins to fucking stabilize a little <laughs> me. Oh no, the hormones have stopped working. Uh... <laughs> and, and then later that night I did cry about how much the cats loved me, so you know, I literally, you know? that, I, that was the story I was going to tell, is because I, I was like, you were like, oh, wow, I feel so much more stable now. It's really getting better. And I was like, okay. And then, like, the, like an hour later or something, I was like, Holly, have you thought about how small Claudio is? And you are crying. <laughs> this small baby. Trust me, it's happening for real shit. <laughs> baby boy, baby. All right. Do we have any more thoughts on Mort? No. Okay. Wonderful. No thoughts, head empty. Mark, Mark, I, Mark, I know for a fact we have emails. Yes, we do. We do have I emails. Was, I literally yes. just opened it, and I was, I was so happy. I had stuff Woo. to report. What do we got? Uh, so we have an email from from Fresh Resh. Uh, who writes? I still haven't read more because video games have consumed my life this winter. But <laughs> I want to say thank you for making this podcast, and that you are all amazing. And I hope you have a good year. Aw, thank you very much. Thank you. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Um, And it says, got any uh, favorite line from this book in particular? Because they wanted to ask a question as well. Uh, Fuck. Um... Uh, It's so uh, hard. I'd have to go digging now. I would. Yeah, I'd have to go digging. uh, Sorry, to finish the email. Sorry, I figured I should ask a question too. Uh, from friend of that other show, and maybe is this, of this one as well, Casey. Thank you, Casey. <laughs> Casey is Casey is a friend of of every show. Yes. <laughs> so bust, bust out your your favorite line from this book. I really like. It's not necessarily a specific line, um. But I really <laughs> like when death is at like the 
not talent agency, but like the the employment oh, yeah. service, and he tries to walk through what's the that, wall. What's that word for when you're very, what well, you feel very hot? When you and feel you hot disappear? and small. Yeah. <laughs> Embarrassed? Embarrassed. Really, a lot of the, the moments with Death himself is like perfect. I think if I had to like pick one, it would be when he experiences happiness for the first time. That's a good one, yeah. Oh, I am sadness. What the fuck am I talking about? My favorite I am line. sadness is like, yeah. yeah. My favorite line is, I am sadness. <laughs> mm. I I forget what I was like when I was reading today there was a line that I like read to Holly there was like two I think I mean it was the fucking one present and a future we, there was we that there's also another one though and I can't remember it but mm. it was there's there's a couple zingers uh <laughs> that I that got me and I was like ah oh, fuck off <laughs> yeah i'm sorry i've closed like the page and i don't have the book in front of me i literally can't tell you anything about this book <laughs> we just talked about the book for two hours can't tell you anything about the book <laughs> oh my gosh what's up permanence? <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we have any other emails yes there is one other one here uh let's see uh marlena fair writes in and asks what's your personal favorite death scene or quote oh i feel like i, well, I, I de- mean i just said this. death capital d death the character uh, scene or quote i i think unfortunately my favorite... it would definitely be from a different book. i mean you can still oh, yeah, say thing, it. i think it's either the end of reaper man or the end of hogfather for me that is that's fair like we can talk about those i feel like or mention them vaguely at least there's a hundred percent people who listen to this show who know about Discworld. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can I mean, you can okay, talk to so them. The, the Hogfather one can really be summed up as I love it because it encapsulates a lot about how I feel regarding that. I I think it's summed up in the line from Death of in a universe so full of things, humans created boredom. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it's it's very interesting to me the idea that we have created a state of not being interested. In the infinite amount of things that surrounds us, yeah, like we have a, created the ability to ignore things, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, I love that. I love how it that ties into the general theme of uh, the book regarding like belief of what uh, tradition and certain figures we've created, and how later on they become just very mundane. Like we invented Santa Claus right. as a concept from a historical figure and now that's just a thing mm-hmm. we all agree used to on. sell us coca-cola yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yes we took we took this historical figure who was the saint of of prostitutes sailors and children and now he's just a mundane like uh capitalistic icon great cool love yeah. it cool love it great <laughs> god that's cool um, for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a, a moment from Reaper Man. It's not the one from the end; it's a different one. Where uh, so for 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 context, uh, Death Death is retired in this book, and he's taken the alias Bill Door because he's exactly as bad at names as you think he would be. <laughs> and a barn is on fire, and there's a child inside, and uh, the the narration just goes like Death knew. Uh, that in the long run, nothing he did right now would matter. Bill Dorr knew that that was so much horse elbows. And then he goes in <laughs> and saves the child. Oh, that's nice. Mark, what about you? Um, I mean, I was, th- I was thinking, I like the stuff at the beginning of Mort. 
where like death is just being all ominous and like weird and talking to mort's dad um, oh yeah there's a lot of, i just like i just like him being like very like tongue-in-cheek over the top dramatic and mort's dad just like not catching it at all <laughs> the same thing like at the end with like now introducing the the reaper of souls oh <laughs> yeah. god we didn't even talk about that i love that so much where he's mm-hmm. just like eh, it's fine it's fine it's fine so i'll just walk in <laughs> and it's like you don't gotta do all that shit i really love in this book after he leaves the bar and then he walks down to the docks in ankhmore pork oh yeah and like he oh yeah he just like looks at like the the cat in the trash and and the gulls flying over the god i'm so fucking the river. happy and he's just like oh wow okay yeah like it's uh, i like it because he's like wow this sure fucking sucks ass also i'm happy i guess <laughs> weird <laughs> he's just like oh okay no this all right this is what it's about like mm-hmm. the the flowers and the bread and and the cats and the gulls um yeah. i really like that i like when he when he starts to have a downhill turn of accidentally becoming a human man <laughs> yeah. yeah nice anything else Nope, more that, that is it for this question and i think that is all we have for this week so thank you nice. everyone for writing in yeah thank you where can thank you so much where can people uh write into us uh you can email us at the pod at gmail.com lovely we actually um we got another review Ooh. oh Ooh. Fuck. Which, what a uh, this... week of wonders what a week of wonders for us. Every 2021, everything's coming up discourse. Um, this one is actually not on iTunes. This is on uh, Podcast Addict, which is the app that I use to listen to podcasts. So I was just, you know, looking at my own show. I try as much as possible to download them directly from whatever site I get my podcasts. I, everyone, all podcasts are like, oh, or just listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm like, that is my media player if I can help mm, it. Like, fair. I, I, I will not listen to them on Spotify is the thing. Spotify's like, hey, come listen to podcasts. And I'm like, fuck you. If I do not have a RSS feed aggregator, which is essentially mm-hmm. what Podcast Addict is, like... I have to listen. I have to listen. Re- recently, the downloads broke for Behind the Bastards for me, so I did have to start listening to it on Spotify, and I'm so fucking mad. Rip, rip in peace. Because Spotify, half the time, if I pause the episode or, like, play it for a while... It'll just be like, okay, cool, the time is not moving forward, though, so when you press pause and play again, we'll jump back to where you were half an hour ago. Uh, no. See, for my media player on my phone, uh, it doesn't remember where the time is. Oh, God. Oh, no. You should just... Listen, get Power Amp, it's five bucks. <laughs> it it's, works great. Excellent. So, this is uh, uh, a review that came in on, on Pos- Podcast Addict, which has... They show iTunes reviews and also, like, he recently added because only one guy develops this app he recently added like his own in-app reviews um so this is from uh user knight uh who gives us five stars thank you very much um excellent discussion of my favorite book series love hearing people experience and share these books that were so formative for me as a teen also i'm delighted to inform you that esk does return we get to see her as an adult in one of the tiffany Aitchings books oh those books i've never read oh the books you've never read okay Oh, because they're like 
they're like a spin-off series that are for like more of a younger teen audience. Ooh. Okay. So and by the time I was reading Discworld, I was nineteen already. No. So. Oh, an old teen. Though. Yes, because our age has ever stopped us from liking age inappropriate <laughs> things. Holly. It was just yes. something I never got around <laughs> fair, to. Fair. Add those, we'll have to add those to the list. Yeah. So uh, night wraps up. Good luck reading through this enormous world. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And if. if Thank you. Anyone out there, if you if you post reviews on places that like I wouldn't normally check, um, feel free to to shoot us a tweet or or an email, and we'll we'll read them on the show. Yeah. What What's the name of that Twitter? Yeah. Oh, that Twitter is um, fuck, I don't remember. <laughs> search for Zlorf. You Twitter. just search for Zlorf. That's the only way I know how to search tell people Zlorf. to get there anymore. Um, and to continue off of that, Jess, where can we find you on the online? <laughs> All right, well, you can find uh, me on Twitter at several bad puns. You can find everything I do at beachghost.card.co. You can find the show at the discourse on Twitter. That's two C's. Um, our theme music is done by Maxi. You can find her uh, on Bandcamp at Pastel Hand Grenade. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's that's all the stuff I got to say. Hell yeah. Mark, how about you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Avengifier, A-V-E-N-G-I-F-I-E-R. Um, I'm just posting a bunch of dumb bullshit right now. Who cares? But but follow me. It's Twitter. That's what Twitter's yeah. for. Yeah. Uh, Julie, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at GatsbyLow, L-O-W. Uh, as always, it is a locked account. I'm a public school teacher. No children allowed. If I ever see a student on there, that's it. I'm hitting the big red button. It's on nah. site. <laughs> um, but still, send me a follow request. Uh, I will sift through the spam ones to get to those. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram at DL Hobbies. That's where me and my partner just build and paint and show off a bunch of our Warhammer stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be a while since until this episode comes out, but definitely check it out because... My partner just did up some amazing models uh, for a friend as a gift. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, <laughs> it's been nice seeing him, have, A, find a creative outlet, and B, like, progress a lot in a very short amount of time to the point where I'm scared. Oh. <laughs> scared of his, his painting power? Yeah, and I'm someone who went to art school, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I have to get better. I have <laughs> It's like, it's not a competition. Yes, it is. <laughs> Everything's a competition. I, 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 I gotta get good. And you can find me on Twitter at ChumPersonable, uh, where I also post about bullshit. Right now I'm posting about that Ronma slash Steven Universe fic I've started reading. <laughs> Gonna do a live tweet thread for this one. It's been a while. Mm. I kind of fell off of that when I started writing uh, my own. Do, do you have, sorry, do you have the name of the fanfiction? Really quick. Yeah. <clears throat> it's called Skies of Blue, Red Roses 2. Oh. Oh, nice. Uh, speaking of fanfic, you can find my fanfic on Archive of Our Own. It's called Girls Before Swine, and I'm working on chapter 10 now. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, please read it. Please. <laughs> please read it. I need praise. I, <laughs> I need was going to say. What's the cu- love of God. <laughs> what is the kudos count circa 2nd or 3rd of January 2021? <laughs> um, It is at, I believe, 104. Let me hey! Just check really quick. Yep, 104. Wow. Triple digits. Hit that motherfucking... Uh-huh like button uh 
You can find the podcast that Mark, Jess, and I do called Lupin Lottery, where we watch all of Lupin the Third in a completely random order, predetermined by computer. And thanks to a poll I did, I think we're gonna do the plot-heavy parts four and five out of order too, because that'll be fun. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, we, um, by the time this comes out, we're done with Red Jacket. Um, Fuck. Oh, God. Yes. Damn. Yep. Be- oh because of our i like no that can't be nope. right that's not nope. until february no, no, no. oh well, no also, we, we had delays in in december so that mm. technically pushed us out a couple of weeks we finished red jacket like in i don't know maybe end of and almost the end of march so maybe we're not done yet okay um but we're who knows who knows at this point who could time is fucked up yeah and weird. time is fake um but yeah and you can find episodes of that early on my Patreon, patreon.com slash hollybeedlin. Um, give me a dollar. Fuck you. <laughs> wow. You'll get them early. Wow. Okay. Stupid. <laughs> would you guys like to hear where we're reading up to next week? I sure would. Next week, we are starting sorcery. Um... Back to our funny wizard friend. No tourist, oh, though. I love how you. Wizard. How do you? Spe- how does one Terry Pratchett, uh, Sir Terry Pratchett, spell sorcery in this Holly? Uh, S O U R C E R Y. Perfect. Because he's a source of magic. <laughs> do you get it? Mm-hmm. Anyway, we will be reading up to the bottom of page eighty-five uh, with the with the words he pointed the staff. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Do the outro. Um, yeah, until then, uh, we will see you here on the discourse in a few hours and a hundred years. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye Can you can you put can you put time of my life as the, the <laughs> pause song here please